When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey everybody, tonight we're debating whether or not the Titanic actually sunk, and we are starting right now with Rose's opening statement. Thanks so much for being with us. Rose, the floor is all yours. Hello everybody, my name is Rose777, and I am here today to debate with Alex Stein about the Titanic hoax. I remember when the Titanic movie came out in 1997, and I saw it 13 times between the winter of the 7th and 8th grade. And boy, did I have no idea what I would learn as I got older, that we just can't trust anything that we see. All of the mainstream narratives are totally incorrect. And it makes perfect sense that this would be an insurance scam. Those two boats were totally switched. You can see that there's more portholes than there should be on one of them. Take it away, Alex. Let's demolish the topic and auto hoax this. I really appreciate that very spirited introduction, Rose. You know, I love debating with you. You know, it's always an emotional affair. And I just want to say tonight, I feel like it will get emotional because for people, when they think of Titanic, they think of Jack and they think of Rose and they think of a blank of wood and they think of drowning and they have some sort of like good connotation with Titanic because what it is, is Titanic is typical trauma-based mind control. That's right. What happened in the events in 1911 was... Uh, uh, the Olympic, which is the actually sister ship of Titanic, was hit, was in an accident with the Royal British Navy. And the White Star Line was found uh, guilty for that accident. And so the Olympic had to be repaired. Guess what? As the time as the Olympic was being repaired, its sister ship with the same exact plans uh, built uh, literally the same exact plans. The only difference being two portholes and uh they say a Turkish uh, spa that was different. They say there's only two very small differences. And I think that there actually, excuse me, there's another difference is uh, different layouts of the VIP suites. But follow me, just follow me. The Olympic, this is the original ship, was in an accident with the Royal British Navy. And when it needed to be fixed, it actually took over the place of Titanic as Titanic was being built. And they had to use Titanic's propeller, which has Titanic's 400.1 uh, marking on it, they had to put that on the Olympic, right? So there's parts on the Olympic from Titanic. Now follow me. They had to put all this steel to fix the Olympic, and the Olympic still listed to the port side 
a small, uh, I think it was like a point degree. I don't know the exact degree, but it listed small, uh, very slightly. So they knew the White Star Line knew their goose was cooked. They couldn't freaking use this boat that was listing already. They knew their goose was cooked. So what did they do? They planned an insurance scam. They were going to t- uh, they were going to sink the Olympic under the badge of Titanic, and then they were going to continue to sail Titanic under the badge of Olympic, which Olympic, after the accident of Titanic, went on to sell for 23 years. But follow me. You're like, Alex, this is impossible. Well, it's not, because people like J.P. Morgan, and uh, there's other people like, uh, there's a long list of people. There's a long list of celebrities. I could pull them up real quick. But J.P. Morgan, being the most influential person on there, was said to have had knowledge of this scam before, and that's why he changed his reservation and did not go on it. And actually there's multiple people said that they were sick and they were seen later saying that they were totally fine. There's multiple reasons why very successful, prominent people that were, that were not on the Titanic, supposedly an unsinkable ship. And then it goes out and it sinks on its first voyage, which that the chances of that alone makes it absolutely impossible. But then you add the fact that the white star line was going to go bankrupt. The Olympic was in an accident. That's a fact that the White Star Line was going to go bankrupt. Was in an accident and damaged the ship so bad that it was totaled. They had no other options. It was do this or go out of business. Now, when you look at the ships that were supposed to save the passengers, you have the SS California. That was a ship that was full of life vests and full of boats, but it never made it to Titanic. Why, they say? Because of a communication error. That doesn't mean that when they do these insurance scams, accidents happen. This amount of people were not supposed to to die. But unfortunately, because they did the scam wrong, there is what they call collateral damage. And a lot of people don't realize there's a lot of insurance scams that happen in the world. um, And people don't like to realize that. You know, that's not something that people know about, but that's a harsh reality in the world. You can look into a guy like Larry Silverstein who benefited $7.6 billion from the collapse of the World Trade Center. But that's not what this debate about. This debate is about Titanic. And let me tell you something. When you look at it, it stinks from high heaven. There is no way this ship, with the people that were supposed to go on it, sinks on its first maiden voyage. And on top of that, I'm not allowed to show the footage because of copyright reasons, but James Cameron went down and shot footage of the ship, and and the ship did not have a T. They were able to find an M. In a P. You guys can look it up. There's a documentary about this. This guy's laughing, but they saw an M and a P. I'm telling you, Titanic did not sink. It actually became the Olympic and sailed for 23 years after the alleged sinking of Titanic. And there's so much proof because uh, another thing is there's another theory about Titanic. People didn't realize in one of the rooms that there was a, a fire smoldering, that they let smolder because that was the back that was the backdoor insurance scam. They knew that they could cause, if they let it smolder long enough, that the steel would warp and that the boat would sink on its own anyway. So they had two plans. They had multiple plans to sink the ship. And then when you talk about the Olympic actually had parts from the Titanic, now we have this Frankenstein ship, okay? So now we have this mixed DNA ship. So what it does is you can say that's not the Titanic, yet even the official story is that the Titanic was, uh, parts of the Titanic were on the Olympic that sailed for 23 years after. So the entire Titanic did not sink. They don't want to tell you this. They don't even want you to know about the Swiss theory because then it opens your eyes and you realize, oh my gosh, the story's not like they say. It wasn't Jack and Rose, you know, on a boat uh, taking nudes of each other, sketching nudes and uh, 69ing in an old car. They don't realize that. People, that's what they think when they think of Titanic. 
when they realized that it was an insurance scam and people like JP Morgan was supposed to be on that thing. And guess what? He, it was a coincidence that he wasn't on it. Just like it was a coincidence that Larry Silverstein, who's at the windows of the world restaurant every single day, wasn't there on nine 11. These people that, that happened to, to just coincidences, they happen to not be victims of their own accidents that, you know, kill their pride and joy. All you got to do is look at the white star line. All you got to do is look at the, the, the boats, they're identical boats, very different, the same architectural, plan literally the same blueprints so parts are from both it doesn't matter what they say the titanic didn't sink the titanic even their official story is that it parts of it survived on the olympic and, and sailed for 23 years which is not true that was the actual titanic and the olympic sunk that dreary night and the captain and the freaking band if you want to think they were playing as the thing went down which they might have that bitch, they were singing and hooting and hollering on the Olympic, dog, because they weren't on the Titanic. And that's just the truth. And a lot of people don't want to hear it. But that's not my problem. Because you know what? This is not for the baby back bitches in the audience. This is not for your, your grandma. This is the real truth. And sometimes the truth hurts. So listen, when you go to that Titanic Museum, you're looking at the Olympic. You need to open your eyes. You need to figure some stuff out. And I'll put a link on my channel on a documentary that'll give you evidence to everything that I said here. And then some, because in this, of course, opening, I can only state so much. I'm not a computer. I can't memorize the entire thing. I'm primetime 99 Alex Stein. Am I a genius? Somewhat. Yeah. I mean, uh, smarter than these two dopes, of course. But what I'm saying, is, it's not about that. Tonight is about Titanic and the insurance scam that was. Thank you. That's my time. Thank you very much for that, Alex. And folks, want to let you know if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And we hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from. And don't forget a couple of huge things for tonight, in particular this coming Tuesday. As you can see right over here on this side of the screen, we are thrilled. Arnon Ra will be returning to Modern Day Debate, debating Dr. Andrew Jackson. That's going to be epic, so hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And another major announcement, super important, folks. Tonight, for this debate, 100% of the Super Chats will be going to the Domestic Violence Action Center. So... This is for families who have experienced domestic violence or individuals. And so we are thrilled that 100% of Super Chats are going to that good cause. So I have linked them in the description, and I have also linked their charity watchdog rating, which is we always make sure it's very high before we select a charity to give to. want to encourage you tonight, folks, we are explicitly, this is the only kind of night we do it, we explicitly encourage you to do a Super Chat for this good cause. And with that, thanks so much. Alex and Rose, we'll kick it over to RJ and Leo. The floor is all yours for your opening. Yeah, I wasn't sure which various conspiracy theories, and there aren't a heck of a lot of them about the Titanic. Uh, one uh, is the insurance scam model, which uh, uh, Rose and uh, Alex have gone with. We'll get to that in a moment. The other one is a little bit more wacky, uh, even that uh, J.P. Morgan, for example, had a vendetta against some of the people on the ship over the Federal Reserve System and connections with Jewish bankers. And there's a whole bunch of wackalunary uh, popping along on that. But instead, we're getting uh, Robin Gardner's uh, conspiracy theory that he came up with in the 1990s and pushed all the way down to his death uh, when he died in uh, 2017. And that is what exactly what Alex has repeated um, word for word 
the identical ships were flipped over after the Hawk had the collision with the Olympic in 1911. Uh, the Olympic was brought into the dry dock and it was flopped over for the Titanic and uh, they sank it for insurance purposes. Holy smokes, this can't possibly be true. One, the ships weren't identical. Two, the ships, when they were brought together in uh, 1911, when the Olympic was brought in for its repairs, the Titanic wasn't even finished. It only had one funnel. When exactly was all of this switchover going? Gardner was never able to account it, uh, for all of that. Three, the insurance money wouldn't work. The ships cost $7.5 million, and they were only insured for $5 million. The company would have, in fact, not made money off of the deal. It would have been a catastrophe, as it was, for not just the White Star Line, but for the parent company, International Mercantile Marine, which J.P. Morgan had founded along with U.S. Steel and a bunch of others, it functionally ruined International Mercantile Marine, which had bought up almost every line on the Atlantic Ocean except for Cunard that couldn't be bought up. Uh, and uh, the, the White Star's disaster with the Titanic screwed all of that up. So the idea that any canny businessman, one of the great ruthless financiers of the 20th century, couldn't figure out the numbers on this is absolute nonsense. About the line, the ships being identical, no, they weren't. A and B deck were radically different on Titanic and Olympic. Olympic had a single long promenade deck on A deck without any enclosures. Uh, Titanic had a completely enclosed upper section uh, and an open section aft. Uh, B deck had completely been refigured where they had expanded all of these first class passenger capacity out to the deck, eliminating an entire promenade deck. Uh, they expanded the restaurant, they put in the Parisian restaurant. That whole deck is different. There were people who served aboard both the Olympic and Titanic, and for that matter, even Britannic, which was a, a identical to the Titanic. Uh, and you've got uh, people who had sailed on both ships. The interior appointments were different. The interiors of the smoking compartments, uh, smoking rooms were decorated differently. We know exactly what Olympic stuff looked like because when the ship was decommissioned in 1930, it was broken up for scrap. And all of the wood paneling on it is labeled 400, not 401. It was Olympics material. The, the idea that you could have somehow flipped these ships over, I did. A, I was trying to find an example of where you could see the two ships side by side. There are not really many, too many pictures of that. The thing on the top is a postcard from 1912 that actually is labeled Titanic, but it's not. It's the Olympic. And the ship on the bottom is an actual photograph of the Titanic um, uh, as it was sailing. They look very similar, but... Anybody can go online to be able to check out the little details on it. They're not, in fact, identical. That you can see how different the A and B decks are, and especially A deck. Absolutely nobody familiar with the Titanic cannot spot Olympic versus Titanic instantly by sight just to see that A deck. Because A deck alone has that characteristic little white spot where that white section of hull has been modified where they enclose the uh, uh, promenade deck up there on A deck. Uh, there were other matters in terms of interior construction and all that. Not all the equipment, by the way, had even been installed on Titanic. There was one of the passengers that griped about the fact that uh, they hadn't even put some of the faucets in yet. How could that have been if they had put a ship that had already been functioning? Now, we'll want to discuss uh, what was going on inside of Alex's head, and for that matter, Rose as to whether or not when they would look at videos or check up on any of this stuff, they did any background research at all. 
whether any of them could tell anything at all apart from relying on the 1997 movie, that's kind of recent. I've seen the German Titanic conspiracy movie from 1944 that the Nazis made. I've seen the 1951 film that had the Oscar winning uh, a script that was largely fictionalized. Then the classic 1958 and Night to Remember that was based on Walter Lord's book. There's movies all up and down the, the yin yang. Even Cameron has had to make some adjustments in uh, his view of the Titanic because of material that was discovered since then uh, that has been of wonderful historical value. But I can guarantee you that absolutely nothing of historical value, nothing that has been accepted by any Marine person, uh, naval uh, architect person, people who are familiar with the White Star Line, with naval architecture, with ship disasters, any of the various writers and experts in the field going back decades, absolutely no one has bought into Gardner's theory except for people online. And I've seen websites that repeat the Gardner claims, just as Alex did, who say the ships are identical. No, they're not. And that fact will not change. Um, it looks like I've probably used about half of that 12 minute time. Let's pump it on over to Theo. Take it, kid. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be hard to follow up with that. Um, so I've only really heard, heard of briefly this idea that the Olympic and the Titanic were switched. I never really researched it, despite having been obsessed with the Titanic and its crash since I was probably five or six years old simply because I never really took it seriously, mainly for the reasons that RJ has already said, that the ship wasn't identical and one of the most... The, the thing that, that is most prominent on the ships that shows that, as he mentioned, is, is I, I believe it's the A deck, the promenade deck, where part of it on the Titanic, when you, you'll see, is actually covered and there's windows. And I believe on the Olympic, originally, there weren't. Um, yeah. And that was a design that was changed because the Olympic was sailing prior to the Titanic, which means that as the Titanic was being constructed, they did make some changes to it, given that they already had what was essentially, in some ways, but not every ways, an identical ship to the Titanic. They figured, well, this one's already sailing and we can see any potential flaws when we're just going to change the Titanic. So no, they're not identical. I, I think that honestly, RJ did enough to outline the reasons why we know they're not identical. I don't need to go into that. The only thing I need to say is really, I heard something about bankruptcy. I know that the, the Royal bank of, um, it's not the Royal Bank of Scotland. I can't remember what it is, but that went bankrupt in 1867, I think it was. And that is when White Star Line was forced to merge with, with the Cunard Line. So this would have been 45 years prior to when the Titanic even sailed. So I don't think- oh, No, no, no. I, I think you may have got a date backwards on that. White Star was merged with Cunard during the Depression in the 1930s. That's, that's a historical detail on that. And it was because the new uh, Hull 633, I think it was called, which- eventually became the Queen Mary, um, the government wouldn't underwrite this with two ocean liner companies. They already had their fingers into Cunard. Uh, White Star just became an appendage. So to this day, it's known as Cunard White Star Line. Um, I, I, I can jump in maybe to give some history about the relationship and why there was a White Star Line to begin with. And largely, it was beefed up back in the 19th century as a production arm for the Harlan and Wolf Shipping Company. There was an arms race in ocean liners during this period in the late uh, 1870s, 80s, and 90s, all the way into the 20th century. And it kicked into high gear with the development of turbine engines, huge amount of immigrant traffic, and ships went very quickly from ships that were 700 feet long in 1900 to 750 and 800 and 850 and 900 and 950 in the space of about a decade. So 
little itty bitty liners that were once giants like Mauritania and Lusitania were now being outclassed by Olympic and Titanic. And I can tell you that Titanic was temporarily the biggest ship in the world because they'd added on tonnage with all those millionaire suites and the extra first class compartments. It would have been the biggest ship on the Atlantic for one year and one month had it not sunk because the Ballin liners, Bismarck, Butterland, uh, um, Imperator were coming on steam 900 plus foot long ships pushing 60,000 tons. They were dwarfing these new liners and that process continued after World War I. So uh, I'm sorry for my interrupting there, but uh, the the history of the ocean liners has been an interest of mine since long before any of you on this panel were born. Yeah, that, that's why I didn't know exactly when the merger had happened, but it, it wasn't necessarily that White Star Line themselves went bankrupt so much as it was that the bank that had made the investments failed, went bankrupt themselves, and thus White Star Line was left hanging. But that again, that event happened 45 years prior to when the yeah, Titanic and they had sailed. Had, White Star had had one of the few major ship disasters of the 19th century, the New York, uh, in the 1870s, um, that... Um, was a terrible um, mishap at sea up off the Grand Banks. Uh, And uh, other than that, everybody had gotten incredibly complacent. There had not been a major ship disaster since that time when ships were way smaller. So everybody got gulled into a sense of complacency as they were now had big ships with steel and propellers with turbine engines and wireless telegraphs. And it's impossible for any of these things to go. And if you know about the history of why the Titanic was considered practically unsinkable, in their frame, it was understandable why they had made such a disastrous mistake. But nobody but a nincompoop. What, who are they going to give a message to? Are they going to tell... Captain Smith, please sail the ship off, even if it were the Olympic, please sail the ship into the first iceberg you meet and kill as many people as possible. Is this a plausible a scenario? No. I have an answer go down that. With the ship. I, I, well, can I answer well, you? Yeah, you well, 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 yeah. oh. well, we, we do it in case Leo had anything. I, I promise we'll come right back to you. I know you're excited, Alex, and I appreciate your gusto. No, uh, Leo, you got a minute and 22 seconds if you want to add anything. I, I, I was just going to go over just general reasons that we know the Titanic sunk, but I honestly, I don't think we need to. I don't think it's that part that there was a ship that struck an iceberg and sunk. I think the debate seems to be over which particular ship it was, so I don't think I need to add anything more. You got it. Well, thank you very much. And we're going to kick it over to Alex and Rose indeed, but want to let you know, not only are Alex and Rose linked in the description, but also RJ and Leo are linked in the description. And that includes if you're listening via podcast, as all of our debates end up on our podcast the morning after. And by the way, my dear friends, if you haven't clicked already, you've heard all of them. You can click right now to hit that subscribe button to hear more from our guests as we really do appreciate them. And with that, we'll kick it into open discussion. Alex, what's on your mind? Well, I just want to start off. By, I know you guys think because this guy is like, you know, saying he knows all this stuff about boats that he has all this stuff correct. But I want to do a share screen. I want to show the difference of the boats. But one thing I do want to start off by saying is what's really ingenuine is that he says that every single boat expert can tell the difference when it is actually a fact. Anybody that's done any research of Titanic, because there's so little footage of Titanic in most documentaries, they actually use footage of Olympic in the documentary and call it Titanic. That's a fact. They're actually used tons of photos of Olympic. And I think you have a book that's actually mislabeled, if that's yeah, correct. Yeah, you just said you had yeah, a picture did, that was mislabeled, just, right? Did you just had, didn't you just say you had a book that it was mislabeled? I had, no, I have a postcard 
all virtually was every, it mislabeled? I'm just saying, was it mislabeled? Every, they had no pictures of the Titanic. Virtually all the okay. advertising that was put out was of the Olympic. The problem okay. is, we do in fact have <laughs> photographs of the actual Titanic. Virtually Very no few. film footage. Ahead, let me show but the we photos. Have photographs. Let, let me show the photos. Let me show you the footage. This is these are the best photos that you have. This is the best photo, and this is what they say. They say like you're talking about. Uh, you guys can see this right here. Yep. I believe that the that's prom- the spot. This is the spot. Yes, I know. You're saying that this is the difference because of this. This proves that they're totally different ships. When that's absolutely absurd. When there's parts from both. And first of all, this picture could Says be who? Ed- well, this picture could be edited by anybody. So if this is your only proof, this is just lacking. And, and then how do you know all the evidence that it was Olympic wasn't edited? Please. What I'm, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is you don't have enough not. evidence. You, you don't have enough evidence to say, you know, the difference that any uh, anybody that's looked into it for five seconds could just tell with their eye the difference. That's ingenuine, because most of the times a lot of pictures were actually the Olympic and it was labeled the Titanic. So uh, for a lot of experts, they can't tell the difference. And you're saying this major difference. This, first of all, uh, is saying could have been done when the, the ships were put in hull or whatever it's called when they were put in uh, dry dock. That's a fact that they were put in dry dock. You're saying that the, the, their parts weren't the same. There are, will you not admit that there there was parts on the Olympic that were front that were originally supposed to be from Titanic, like no, the I will not. And Gardner never offered any that, documentation that's a fact. for that's it. A no, fact. it is not. When, that's a why fact. Did, yeah, let, let, me, let me find okay. Well, let me find the photo. Let me stop How saying you, I'll find photo, it. The photo. Because, How do you because, know that's a fact? Because they had to, because they had to change the propeller multiple times. Because who uh, says the, they did that? Because there's, there's, it's just like who says so. You said in your book, there's multiple, there's multiple who people. Claims who it was Gardner in his book, and, and, there, and there's on. multiple people right, here. Folks, let me let me pull on it a up. Second, listen, we do have to let each. But I'm person, saying, hold on, Alex, I'm still talking. We have to let each person have their time to respond. So if you ask them a question and they give like three words that kind of answers it, but they're still trying to say a few more sentences, we got to give them those few more sentences. That goes for both sides. Alex, what have you got? No, I'm saying Gardner says it. Multiple people say that they, that they had to use parts from the Titanic on the Olympic in repairing the Olympic. That's a fact. That's a that's a known series. And so you're saying that that's not what true. What other you're, person other than Gardner do have to, is saying do, RJ, we do have to let uh, him Mark, Mark Churnsdale. There's multiple people that have said it. There's multiple people that have said it. Look at Mark Churnside. There's a, there's a, a, a bunch of people have said it. I mean, listen, that's a fact. A like, go ahead. Um, what, so what exactly do you mean that they were taking parts that were already installed on Titanic and then taking them back parts off and meant, putting them parts, on Olympic? Parts meant for Titanic were used in the repair so of these, Olympic because so these it got were in an parts accident. parts that were manufactured for Titanic but hadn't been installed and were put on Olympic is what you're yes, saying. Yes, that is correct. So wait, how do you know that they were for Titanic? Because the Titanic, each part has a number. So there's numbers to have either 400 or 401. And so they have these. They went down in the sinking. You can pull all this up. They have parts. It says he says, oh, when they dry docked, it all said 400. That's incorrect. When they the, there's there's uh, uh, stuff at the bottom with the 401 marking that proves that it's the Olympic. That's and, and James Cameron found because that. I'm pretty sure there's only like I don't know if all three propellers that the Titanic are showing. I think they are, but it's only like the top third that are showing. And I don't know if you would be really be able to identify any serial numbers down there. Um, perhaps there are ways that they could, but I don't know if they'd be able to do that unless they actually recovered the propellers. Because, I mean, you're in, you know, almost what, 14,000 feet of water or something like that. Um, I, so I, I would definitely be skeptical of that. I would need to see some like that, some serious literature done by oceanic professionals or those that have actually been down to the Titanic in order to consider granting any merit to the statement you just made. Well, here, here, I, I have an claim, article. Here, here, I'll show the article. Let me do a share where screen. Where do you I'll read claim this that uh, Churnside 
uh, agrees with Gardner on the propeller. No, I'm just saying, uh, this is what it says by uh, Melena Esposito, April 15, 1912. You may think you know the story, but do you really? I'm here to present you the greatest mm-hmm. conspiracy theory on the greatest ship ever built, the Titanic. I'm here to present you the theory. Yeah, I, of the greatest I saw that one. That's the one that repeats Vince. Gardner. Like yes, I know. I'm just saying. So this is another person who backs it up. I mean, have you, you read know, Chernside's so, paper on it? Yes, but so this, what is, you're this, saying this shows. Is this I'm is saying this a is the damage. This is the damage. This is the damage that uh, the Olympic face. That's not what I asked on. you. What are you talking that's, about? Yeah, that's stern. Damage. Have you read Chernside's paper on? Uh, yeah, Chernside tries to debunk it, but Chernside admits that the part there was parts used from Olympic on Titanic. But that's, not, that's what I said. Not, not the relevant one that he talks about, does it? He says there's parts from the, I know, but he says there's parts from the the that were meant to go on Titanic on Olympic. That's why I was using Chernside. That's why I was citing Chernside. And there you go. I'm right about that. So quit trying what, to what? use it small stuff. Do you have stuff. a page number on where he says that? No, I don't have a page number. I'm not here to cite page numbers because you're like 85 years old. You need a page number, dude. It's a fact. Like you're trying to. This hey, is a debate in front okay? of people. No, I'm fine. It's just annoying. Right. You're trying to cite we page numbers. I, I'm sure it's just you, annoying because I'm showing you the fact and you're right, too so deaf to, to know this, this. But because because it's going off the rails here, I have yeah. to redirect. One is, though it is true, RJ is very experienced. He does not want to exploit your youth and inexperience, Alex. So let's leave age <laughs> out of Ronald this. Ronald Reagan. And second of all, we want to go back to the kind of main course here in terms of the topic. So if we can just recenter this, let's have a kind of a quick rebuttal. And without any sort of interruptions, we'll give you a chance to respond, RJ. Yeah. um, the The fact of the matter is the insurance argument can't work because the ship was not insured for enough. They were they would lose money if they lost a ship, not otherwise. And Gardner's argument has never persuaded anybody that it persuades Alex and a website or two. Definitely. We know that. But Alex thinks the earth is flat. Alex doesn't think there were dinosaurs. Alex thinks all sorts of strange things. Could you could you help me yeah, understand yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So, so are you attacking me? So you're attacking me now? You're like 100 years old. Like, you right. know anything. Oh, oh, I mean, look at you. You're, I know, but you're attacking me. I'm just saying, look at, look at you, RJ. We, we Rose, to, ask your question. In, in all fairness, RJ, we have to refrain in both. Good. If you want to go toe to toe with so, me, Grandpa, we can go. Right. We can go, oh, man. No you better get your uh, alert sorry, button news, ready. James, can I here. ask? So oh, what we're going to do is you. We have not I hope you have a live alert button. I hope you don't have any issues. Oh, my okay. God, dude. Do you Hate stop to do this, talking? But let's hear from Rose and Leo, as we haven't heard much from you. We're glad you're here. Floor is all yours. Rose, we'll start with you. Well, first of all, I didn't get a chance to compliment you on your opening remarks, which clearly show that you've looked into this and that you're very passionate about the subject and boats. And I obviously have not researched this as much as you. So I'm here for the opportunity to learn as well. And you mentioned about the insurance scam. And I just wanted to know if you could break down the numbers for me so I can to help me understand why the insurance scam would not have been profitable. How much do you think the damage would have cost and how much was Rose, it insured for? Well, one thing about the insurance scam is that the, the Olympic was they had to total it anyway so it's mitigating losses so even though they necessarily wouldn't have made money from it they would have made they would have lost less money by doing it does that make sense so they can still show that they would have lost money but they would have lost less money with the insurance money it's because the, the boat was totaled anyway so that's he's going to tell you oh they wouldn't have made money because they had to pay the passengers lives insurance but that doesn't matter because they're still mitigating they still get an insurance check so they instead of paying the full amount because they wouldn't have been able to sell the Olympic users it listing for, it doesn't it doesn't matter it's, it, you can say the numbers it doesn't matter that's why it's mitigating 
No, you can say that it wasn't profitable. You can say you can speak over each other. So this is important that we calm down, and this way we can hear each of you as we give each person a chance to respond. So I'm okay with if you want to ask a question, RJ. Fair enough. But then we I'll do have say, to give Alex a chance to respond. Sinking a seven and a half RJ, I'm still ship. talking, RJ, Always. for crying out loud. So we do have to give Alex a chance to respond once you do ask him the question. Go ahead, RJ. Yeah. Sinking a seven and a half million dollar uh, ship to get a five million dollar check on top of which all of the lawsuits and the loss of reputation, which we know objectively the White Star Line suffered. It was a public relations cataclysm to do this. Plus, how exactly was the scam conducted? Who do you think arranged to bump into the iceberg, specifically on board the Titanic? Name some names. Well, I said that. I said that there's actually two ways they're going to sink it. So uh, the captain of the Titanic was the original captain of the Olympic. So he could have been in on it because he felt so guilty for actually getting in an accident with the uh, Royal British Navy. So I believe that the captain was in on it because he felt bad. And then on top of that, they had two ways they're going to sink it. You know that there was a fire in uh, one of the furnaces on Titanic that, that was, uh, you know, smoldering that they didn't put out that they left going. So that's like I said in my opening statement, they were going to leave that smoldering. Eventually, the, the steel was going to warp in the boat was going to sink anyway so they had a backup plan for their insurance scam That's so to how did he actually arrange them to hit the iceberg you have you have communicated this is how, the, this is how they arrange it finish I'll, 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 let I'll, me finish my question jp morgan sends a memo to uh, in secret to captain smith and says please slam into an iceberg and sink the ship uh, do you think he was giving any warnings as to how to save as many people or other uh, to make sure that you were like in a handy spot so that a ship could rescue you or something like that? And when exactly did Captain Smith go to bed compared to when the ship hit the iceberg? Okay, first of all, you're trying to answer questions that nobody knows. I mean, you're trying to ask, you're asking these like minute questions you're telling me. But first of all, Captain Smith is the one that wrecked the Olympics. So he felt guilty. He felt obligated to uh, be part of it. And I don't believe that the chain of command was J.P. Morgan. Wait, how do you too, know that? How do I know that he felt guilty about wrecking yeah, his ship? How do you know that? Yeah. Well, because I don't know. I've I got in a car accident. You know I, I felt guilty. I've been in a. I, well, he was the ship. He was the ship captain when the Olympic crashed. Yeah, are you saying? And, and they found him. And listen, that happened, that listen. Captain that is he, responsible for. Let's give him a chance to respond, and then we'll. I'm just right saying the captain. The captain of the Captain Smith was the captain of the Olympic that ran into the Royal British Navy, and the Royal British Navy found that Captain Smith was at fault. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, I mean, can you dispute that? Is that a fact? You do know that there Is that are a masses fact? of official testimony from all of the surviving officers on board the Titanic, do you not? Yes, but the main guy that Have you read the Olympic, any of them? Yeah, I've read some of them, and it doesn't matter because I'm. you're asking me who did it. I'm telling you Captain Smith, the guy that was guilty for what wrecking time, the Olympic. What time did Captain Smith go to bed that night? I have no idea what time Captain Smith who, who goes to bed. To it doesn't bed matter. Before they entered the ice field. So they, how well, then that answers my question perfectly. That answers my per they, I, I know exactly how they, because that's why they overloaded the engines on purpose. That's why ah, before he went to bed. Oh, yes, they over. That. They did. That's that is uh, a fact. They wait, overloaded the engines so they wouldn't you, be able to stop. How do you how do you overload the engines on a steamship? Whatever. I don't know the machinations of how a steam engine well, works, you, but I know that they on, overloaded the engine so that it couldn't. Even know how this is a fact. He okay, knows this. Watch, watch. RJ is going to tell you. The engines. Ask him a question. Alex, calm down. So, but we do have to give people a chance to respond. More than just three words. 
This is uh, an impulse control type of thing that everybody, Alex, Leo, RJ, especially Rose, everybody has to use, okay? So we're going to, with that, we can restart it. However, we haven't heard from Rose for a while. Rose, do you have any thoughts on what's been said? I don't really have any thoughts on what's been said so far. I don't want to um, change the topic too quickly if they're not done discussing that part of it, because I wanted to ask about the MP that was found on the side of the wreckage. And then I also wanted to ask about, I know that you guys are saying that they are different. And so how can you prove that it was actually, which one actually sank? Is that that the underground footage of it, you can clearly see that the A deck is there and not the other one. How can, if we could agree that they are different, how do we know which one actually sunk based on the footage underground? What I saw was there was like an engraving of an M and P, which there's no P or M in Titanic. So if you could respond to that and enlighten me about that. I would yeah. Love- so when they went down to the Titanic, unfortunately, where the lettering would have been on the ship would not have been legible, even with the world's greatest technology in yeah, 1985 when it, was in, when it was initially discovered. Secondly, on the bow section, you can actually see the promenade deck and you can see how it is covered where the Olympic, I believe, even at that time was still not. So how could it have been the ship? that didn't have it covered if this ship has that part covered. Yeah, it's more than that. The shape of the bridge is different. The Olympics mm-hmm. bridge was curved no, and Titanic's it's... is straight. They have actual photographs of that aspect of it. There's just oodles and oodles of stuff. Plus, many, uh, you'd have to There's argue. not oodles this is and where, oodles. Hold on, Alex. Let him respond. Um, uh, I'll, I'll ask another question about that uh, engine bit. Who exactly in the chain of command, how did it come to be that the Titanic's boilers were being revved up and the ship was uh, traveling faster. Who's doing that and why? Captain Smith did that because he was guilty for the Olympic crash. So he felt Can guilty, I respond so to he that quickly? on the plan. Can I respond to that quickly? Yeah, that's uh, my answer. The, the crash of the Olympic actually had nothing to do with the captain of the Olympic because it didn't have anything to do with the Olympic other than the Olympic's propellers. Because it was such a, because these at the time were such massive ships, they needed such massive propellers that could move massive amounts of water. And one of the eight tugboats that was helping the ship navigate got caught in that draft and collided with the Olympic. So in fact, it had absolutely nothing exactly to do the with the they navigation. Excuse me, excuse me. I haven't finished, sir. It's very yeah. rude to overtalk. Yes, well, first RJ started to overtalk you, then Alex did. You guys, impulse control here, okay? Go ahead, Leo. So what this accident that happened had nothing to do with any of the navigation involving the Olympic. It had to do, it it was literally a a no blame incident. It was a tugboat got caught in the draft of the propellers of the Olympic and struck the ship. It accidents happen there. I, and as far as I know, uh, captain Edward John Smith didn't have any marks on his record when he was named captain of the Titanic. So if somebody found him guilty of this, it, certainly wasn't an event that was worthy of, of marking his record. Yeah, the, and the, the person responsible for goosing up the ship speed was J. Bruce Ismay, the chairman. Well, can I answer his question? Can I answer hey, his uh, question? We do want to, let's, yeah, let's, give our, let's give RJ just a bit to respond. I mm. promise. No, no, no. Let time. Alex go on. Let, let Alex jump in. No, well, he's saying that it was a fact. They went to court and that they were found financially liable. This is all a fact. Uh, what Leo Phileas, whatever your name is, this is a fact. So you're saying they found the the White Star Line liable Wait, for the on. accident. 
I'm just saying the company, they were found liable. The company being the found liable. Line. The company being found liable is not anywhere even remotely close to the individual. If you're the CEO of the company, you're the CEO of each other again. So okay, go answer. Just what answer. do you not understand about this, you guys? Hey, yeah, I'm, I don't understand. I'm trying to make listen. A point. What do you not understand I, about it? Is that he doesn't think that the captain is responsible for the accident. I'm saying when you're the top of the company, when you're the captain of the boat, even if somebody's uh, uh, responsible that's beneath you, you are technically responsible as the top dog. That's how it works. He doesn't under, under, understand that. That's a very simple concept. And the fact that he can't understand that blows my mind. We get, and okay, they were, we're found we're already, So we're going to go over to Leo now and give him a chance to respond. So to finish the point that I was initially making, the company being held liable has nothing to do about any of its employees. So it seems that what you're saying, I don't even know if it's true, but let's grant that it is. You're telling me that the company that owned the ship was held liable. That is not the same thing as saying that the captain who is in charge of the ship is liable. So I, I have no idea what your argument even is at this point. So you're telling me if a captain of American Airlines crashes a plane, is that so you're telling me the plane pilot is not liable? They, they don't sue the pilot's family. They sue the airline, dude. What are you Can talking you about? A He's question? a representative of the company. And that's that's why I don't understand how that's a very simple concept. You can't understand. Can I he is, he's an employee of the company that was found liable, dude. That's very I, simple. Yeah, go ahead. So if, say, this captain of American Airlines is flying his plane and doing everything the way he's supposed to, and another plane did something wrong and struck his plane, took half the wing off, and his plane crashes, is the pilot at fault for that event? Well, in this event, he, the pilot was found liable, so it would have been the other way. It would have been he that's ran into That's not the hypothetical it, I presented. Yeah, the I know, but that's not the hypothetical that happened. The hypothetical so is that he did. you can't answer anyway. That's no, fine. because Whatever. that's not the hypothetical that happened. You're talking about how you're comparing a wrong hypothetical. This hypothetical, he was the pilot of the airplane, and he did crash into the Royal British no. Navy. And yes, yeah, that's what, the, that's what happened here in the Titanic, no, is not. that he was the captain, and he ha and they had the accident, and they found they were found liable. So that would be like the pilot of the plane, he, he flying it, and he ran into an American a jetliner or whatever, a U.S. airline or a, a military plane and American Airlines being found liable. That's the comparison, dude. So your comparison is not the hypothetical. You're bringing apples and oranges. I don't even know where we're at because, Alex, after because RJ says he Edward wants to say I want to jump yeah, in. I, I wanted, uh, the thing I was making about Leo is he was bringing up exactly the problem that occurred when the Titanic left on its final voyage. There was a near collision with the New York one of the other white star liners that was off commission because they'd taken all the coal out of it because of the coal strike. That's another little side issue of interest. Uh, and uh, that w Cameron, who knew all about this, didn't put that in his famous movie because he wanted a grandiose departure scene from uh, Southampton. Uh, but in fact, there, they came within a gnat's eyelash. They had to uh, uh, alert the captain that the suction of the ship was pulling the New York out of its moorings and was going to collide with it. This was one of the difficulties with these extremely large vessels that all the captains of the period, the ships were getting so big so fast, especially older captains of the uh, of Olympic era who had no experience running these monster liners. Everything about them was a new technology. So in much the same way that there was uh, air disasters with the Comet airliner in the 1960s and we have problems with the Concord and so forth and so on, things have difficulties without there being a conspiracy involved. Uh, Gar uh, Gardner's argument rests upon a series of circumstantial claims that he failed to document properly. I know for a fact he misrepresents direct material. The, the millionaire suites, for example, which he had to claim were put on fake on board the uh, Olympic and then 
weren't on the Titanic or removed from the Titanic or some complicated measure there. He doesn't really want to go into that. He insists that those two suites were occupied by company employees, and that's just false. We know who was in one of them, uh, a New York a couple who had bought uh, a, a passage. By the way, it was $4,000 for the millionaire suite. That's about $100,000 in modern-day money. That's pricey. The other one was emptied. Ismay didn't even settle in the thing. He was still stuck in his regular first-class suite. He wasn't a, a very busy person uh, in that respect. He was busy looking at the, at the ship things. And he was the one who insisted on getting the boilers up. Why? Because the two people he needed to impress for paying for these monstrously expensive liners that had taken, they had to dredge harbors in New York to accommodate all of this. International Mercantile Marine, that was J.P. Morgan's company, had shelled out a gigantic fortune for this. Harlan and Wolf had shelled out a gigantic fortune to build these new piers, to be able to build these new ships. The last thing they would have ever wanted to do was to lose a ship, even an older ship like Olympic. This was suicidally stupid. This would be like Jeff Bezos deciding to blow up his rocket ship while he's on it. This is dumb. The ship was already damaged because it got in an accident with the Royal British Navy and it was so mooring to the Gardner right. Claims so Gardner claims so they couldn't you have to give true. Them a chance That's a fact that it got in an accident. So you're telling me, you think a boat I, that yes, got in a major accident. Yes, it got in an accident. accident. No one's disputing so you it. Think, so so listen, have you ever heard of a car? Listen, I'm just saying, when you get when a, a car, a, a, no, but let me just tell you something. Because when a car down, gets, let me listen, ask a question. Guys, um, because you guys aren't giving each other a chance to respond, I'm going to give Alex a couple of minutes. But remember, Alex, when you ask a question, you're basically handing the mic to somebody else. And so when they start to answer, you got to let them answer. So I go, got it. I go got ahead, it, Alex. James. I'm just saying the boat was damaged. The Olympic was damaged by Captain Smith, and that boat was never going to be as good as it was new. It's like when in, in the car business, if a car gets wrecked bad enough, it gets a salvage title. That boat would get a salvage title. So you're telling me that it's not worth it financially, yet the boat is worth nothing because the boat was listing slightly to the right. That list was only going to get worse because the boat was in a major accident that changed the entire structure of the thing. They say that they actually, if to repair it right, they would have needed to cut it in half and not just repair to the side so they didn't choose to have this accident they didn't choose to get in a wreck with the olympics so you're saying oh they chose they just did this no they had a boat that was total that was worth nothing so that's why they sunk it under the titanic's insurance policy so they would get the money so they wouldn't lose out totally they still are going to lose in the deal they're still going to lose millions of dollars but instead of losing 10 million dollars they're going to lose three million dollars which in business makes sense i can tell you're not a businessman but that is how business works go ahead rj yeah, um, we get back to a critical source methods issue with you. Okay, we get that you accept all the claims Gardner makes about how damaged the ship was. Tell us how you verified that Gardner's claims were in fact reliable and accurate. I, I don't need to. I don't need to use Gardner's uh, uh, research because there's multiple people that admit there was an accident that the boat was repaired. So I you're just go missing off their the point. If I don't need to use Gardner's, I know me, that the, I know that the boat was damaged. Hold on. All right, let's let me hear it from RJ, and then we'll let come me back phrase to you. this carefully as a question. Gardner doesn't merely claim that there was an accident. No one disputes that the Hawk had a collision with the Olympic. What people are disputing is Gardner's assertion that the accident was as severe, so severe that the ship was total. He makes a great deal about the list thing. All of that depends entirely on one person's long ago memory about 
supposedly seeing the Titanic listing at one point. That was a Not passenger's official investigation. That was a passenger's is. testimony, though. Passenger's yeah, one passenger. Passengers. Okay. On that oh, night oh, oh that's really not busy. enough. I'm just saying. You admit, though, there's one passenger that says that the boat was listing. So there and you a go. Lot who said it and, you, and you think you know more than that passenger that was on the boat? Just think about that. Think how smart you are, buddy. That what, you think your testimony is oh, more accurate. Wait, this is what I'm just saying. Right, just think how smart you are, though. You think your testimony. You're going to do. Just saying. You think your testimony is smart. What I'm talking, I'm trying to restore order. It doesn't mean keep going. So, good luck, James. Let's see, Al. Let's see. Uh, Rose is going to be back in just a moment. She just ha- checked out because she had a robotic effect. So yeah. I see in chat she let me know that she's going to be back in a moment. But Leo's head palming. What we're going to do here <laughs> is happy to give you a response, Alex. But want to keep it orderly and take a chill pill. Everything's fine. We'll give you a chance to respond, and then we'll come back to RJ. So go ahead, Alex. Well, no, I think RJ was responding to me. I think. No, no, go right ahead, Alex. You're 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 sinking your Titanic just adequately on your own. No, well, I'm just saying. You admit that you're saying your evidence is better than somebody that was on the boat. Like that just doesn't make any sense. That shows how absurd you are. That that you're going to go against the guy that was on the boat. You're saying that there's not. No, you're saying there's not enough evidence. Yet a person that rode on the boat. You have testimony from the actual person, and you're trying to discredit that person's testimony and saying yours is better. That's absurd. You're like a hundred year old guy in like. It has a bunch of Alex. CDs in your house. You Why have no idea. I'm saying, years I'm old just saying you, you have no idea. So I'm just saying, you're saying I'm wrong. I'm using actual testimony from people that are on the boat. Alex, I've already mentioned this. Not going to talk about people's age or other peripheral issues in order to attack them. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying it's just absurd that you're not going to actually, you're going to go against actual testimony from somebody that was on the boat and says that yours is more accurate. That is wrong. I mean, that's absurd. And the fact you can't see that just blows my mind. Can I jump in here, James? Go ahead. I have my little head up. Yeah, jump so, in, Leo. Um, God damn it. What the fuck was I going to say? Well, so what, wait, well, hold on. What were you talking about, Alex? I'm sorry. He, he, he says that Beasley's testimony trumps everybody else. Okay, that yeah. Only yep, his yep. testimony is valuable. Nobody else matters. So you're, you're, I'm you're saying his testimony is better than oh, yours. I thought it was my turn to talk. Um, you don't so, even know what you're talking uh, about. Sorry, you don't even, you asked ask me. He asked me. He asked me a question. What was, what was the question, Alex? I'm going to get a Pepsi. What was the question, Alex? No, he asked me a question. What I was the question, question, Alex, that he asked I don't asked even you. remember. I don't even yeah, remember. RJ he asked answered. me what I said. Like, he asked me what I said. And okay. what I'm saying is that 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 there's testimony from somebody that was on the Olympic that said after the accident that the Olympic had a slight list to the port side. So it didn't, it, you know, it was, it was a little tilted. And, that, and, and RJ says that that guy's testimony is not enough to admit that the ship was totaled okay. or that the ship now had I, damage. So that was somebody that actually rode on the ship. I just don't think that he knows better than somebody that was on the gotcha. ship that gave okay. actual testimony so Go now ahead. i have two questions and this one is for alex and it's a, a very very simple question uh which side of a ship is the port side the right side the right side i guess i don't know dude i'm not a captain of a ship is okay. it the front uh, of the back and, and it anyway the it doesn't matter um so you're saying that the testimony of one and only one person is more convincing than the fact that there aren't any documented reports of this ship having a list He's the guy that documented the report, the person that wrote on it. Yes, he's better. The than company some, some... didn't. The ship's crew didn't. Why did yeah, they because... not document that there was a list if there was a list? There was actually there was actually crew. There actually was people. Let him finish well, his sentence. Okay. 
do you know how how reporting works on a ship? Documenting that inspection, I, I, like even back then, do you know how that works? I have no idea how the documentation of a ship works, but I know that a passenger's testimony said that the boat was listing after a major accident. So that's that's the evidence that I need. I know that's not enough evidence for you, but a companies would lie. I just don't understand. Uh, for-profit businesses don't tell the truth. It's like- And people uh, do. When Volkswagen, a guy, he has nothing to lose. He doesn't have a dog in the fight. So I believe that he has the most unbiased testimony. That's, you're laughing at that, but I'm just saying that's actual testimony Sorry. from somebody that wrote on the boat that said no, it listed. That, that's fine. The only thing I wanted to say is uh, the right side is the starboard side. Whatever. I don't. I don't go on boats that much. I mean, I'm not of some RJ boat. It's obvious. He wants to say. Yeah. I mean. I mean. Go ahead, RJ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let us pick Alex's memory on this regarding the Beasley testimony. At what point in the voyage was Beasley saying that there had been a list in the ship? I have no idea. If it was early when it's leaving port, could he not have been observing the time when the ship is bending because it's being sucked towards the New York because of the suction generated in a tight frame where the oh, docks are? I see what you're doing. You're trying to say that he could be wrong, that he didn't, that he, even of though course. he testified so he that he's- he could be perfectly kinda, right. Uh, he observed something, but he didn't understand the context because there's more to it than that. I, well, I'm just going to believe him more than you. That's all I'm going to say. You're saying he's I don't have to, You don't have to disbelieve him. You need to see the uh, context. Well, I'm well, providing I believe, a Are you Alex, can I, I'm believing. I'm claiming that he said it listed. It's impossible for him to have observed the tilting of the ship when it left port because of that suction issue. Is it physically impossible for a boat to feel like it's tilting when it's leaving port? No, that's not physically impossible. What I'm saying is he his testimony is that it, it had a slight list. So I'm going by what his testimony. What could have testimony. caused that? What, what do you think could have caused what he interpreted as the list? Because the boat was damaged. It was in an accident with the Royal British Navy as a hawk boat. And then it wasn't, uh, it couldn't be fixed to how its original order. So that's why it had a it, list. That's why well, I've been here the whole time. Are you that, do you not know what's going on, bud? I mean, that's the whole thing. <sighs> Jesus, do you ever stop? Uh, it's interesting because in a, the images that you showed us, the damage seemed to be above the waterline. At least most of the damage seemed to be above. Oh, the it very much so. It hit second-class compartments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, there were no so, loss so, of life because so, there was so, nobody so, in them. Hold on. So you're telling me that, that that you admit that it got in a major accident and that I couldn't have made a list? Are, are you, you guys? Deaf? Are you guys? Are you guys saying that the boat? Are you guys saying? Let me just say. Are you guys think it's impossible that the boat could have had a list? You asked him a question. You asked him if he was saying some particular idea, and so we'll give him a chance to respond. RJ, I, what have you got? I, Alex keeps repeating this canard that somehow or other Leo and I are denying there was a collision. Nobody in this denies the collision. I've been reading about this matter. It's been a matter of public record since the time in question. It's not a matter of in dispute. Where um, uh, poor uh, Alex gets off the boat is that he accepts the argument that no other marine engineer has accepted that Gardner alone, single person made, cherry-picking information has been criticized up the yin-yang on all of that, that this is a lone wolf critic. By the way, Gardner's not here to defend himself because he died in 2017, so he's out of the picture, but he's written a variety of books on the subject. Alex simply copies that argument, very slavishly repeating the points, but has refused to answer my question or apparently never did conduct any investigation to see whether Gardner's claims about the severity of the Hawk damage was in fact true. 
how can I prove the severity of the damage? Well, I would think that even a small accident on a boat that you even said that this is new technology that a lot of these captains didn't even know how to engineer, that all these boats were brand new. And we're talking about 1911. We're talking about technology. We don't even have close to the same technology that we have now. So when you have a boat that was built in, I guess, what, 1909 is when it was built, and then it gets in an accident in 1911, that, yeah, I believe that it could have permanent damage, even if it's a small accident, because even a small accident can cause damage but you don't want to admit that you want to say that it got in an accident and that the olympic was no machine. listen let me finish keep going you're going to say you said that the olympic got in a small accident and everything was fine and then it was just able to cruise for 23 years without ever having a list again yet a guy that wrote on it uh the the titanic wrote on both no no his own testimony is that the boat listed yet you want to say that some engineers after the fact know better the than him no, I'm saying he wrote on, I believe he wrote on both boats, didn't he? I believe that's the Titanic and the Olympic. The guy that what yeah, you're saying, yeah, which, did he, which one did he write on first? He wrote on the Olympic first. Did he? And then he wrote on the Titanic? I believe. How do we know that he survived? I don't know. I don't know the Cunningham guy. I don't know his so You don't story. even know if this guy survived? I'm saying I know his testimony. I don't know this entire story. I know that his know testimony. I know that his testimony. Because I know his testimony is that wow. the boat listed. Okay. I know that he survived, but I don't know everything about this guy's testimony other than he said that the boat was listing and that he that he knew that he actually wrote in the boat. So, so the fact that I don't know his backstory, I apologize. I'm just telling you, I just read testimony from the, the you know his side, and that's what he said. So I'm going to believe him. him. I'm going to because I'm going to exactly. We don't know any of this because this stuff in 1910. You guys, you guys, you guys, I do know that it's, uh, that it's presented as known from him. I I can't prove this. You're asking me to prove stuff that's impossible, dude. I mean, if you're just going to sit there like a total weasel, you know know that I can't, I know that if if it's quoted from him, how can I prove that? Does a time machine exist? So does a time machine exist? How can I prove that he said it, but talked about the fact that we don't want you to interrupt, even if it's the little like, Oh, but how do you know that? So we do want to actually give people a chance to respond. Yeah, but it's just stupid. This guy is like... Alex, both you and everybody else who maybe needs to practice on their self-control, impulse control type stuff, need to actually let the other person respond. Looks like RJ has something to say. Yeah, yeah. Remember, we have a lot of testimony. And of course, I don't think it's going to do any good to ask Alex, like, where did he get the testimony that he read from secondary websites or whatever? There were commissions that were conducted, the Smith Commission that was conducted in 1912 on all of this, the British, more or less a whitewash commission uh, to make White Star look good. But the point is that you had a whole mass of passengers and crew who were raked over the coals on this. And as far as I am aware, absolutely nobody other than that one person makes any reference to any listing on the ship. In fact, one of the things about the Titanic voyage all the way up to the time it hit the iceberg was how bloody smooth everything was, that absolutely nobody noticed that anything was going a little bit like that. No one noticed a a glass sliding. No one noticed the water sloshing. Someone did notice. Someone did notice. RJ, or I should say Alex, we do have to let RJ. He has one case that is fielded by the Gardner camp that's the one example of somebody who recollected that he had seen at one point a listing of the ship. And, and we offer a perfectly rational explanation. If that was taking place early in the voyage when they were just leaving Southampton, that was entirely understandable. And the point I is, be- is, I that, believe- is that, let, let, let me finish. 
that there's no corroboration for that. Now, we wish you, you clearly want to make this testimony, which I don't believe you've studied firsthand, but you've just gotten from a secondary source that you prefer, that you want to raise that up to an absolute oracle. Why? Because Gardner does it for you. But those of us outside your conspiracy bubble are not obliged to presume that your inability to even tell port from starboard, you have no engineering degree. I don't have a marine engineering degree. So you have no personal way of assessing, just as I don't have a personal way of assessing on our own, how much structural damage was done to the Olympic. You weren't there. I wasn't there. But decades of people who were involved with the shipping industry, including investigators after the fact, that none of this pops up as a scenario until Gardner pops it out of his hat in 1998, long after the fact, after many of the participants are conveniently dead so they can't sue him. All right, we'll give a chance. Alex, you got several minutes to respond because there's a lot of points there. Well, I don't even think there are a lot of points there. The fact that you can admit that a boat, a, a cruise liner in 1911, taking even minor damage could mess it up entirely. The fact that you, you won't admit that is just absurd. So listen, I can sit here, we can go back and forth. Cunningham, uh, his testimony is that the boat listed. You're going to say a bunch of employees didn't say that. Well, it was when they got saved by the SS California, supposedly when they were brought ashore, there's a bunch of military people telling them not to say anything because supposedly the military could have been in on it because they were the ones that originally caused the accident with uh, the White Star Line. So I believe that the the you know military could have been in on it because the backing of the entire country, uh, White Star Line was a very important thing for the country. So it's basically like a socialized uh cruise line in a way so that you know it's basically subsidized by the government so what they did was it, when the when the crew came off there's even testimony that the crew was not allowed to say anything they were not allowed to be interviewed they're not allowed to do any press and they said that this was by military people that told them to do this because i believe that the military is involved in this he wants to know that the chain of command but i believe the chain of command is very simple a boat taking even small damage in 1910 would cause irreparable damages. Testimony from somebody that rode on the Titanic said that the boat was listing. So we have testimony from people that were actually there that were not working or under threat of the government. So you just have to look at who benefits from this. The, uh, the UK wanted the White Star Line to be a flagship brand for their entire country. It'd be like uh, United States saving Ford. It would be like you know, one of these places you want to keep it afloat. So that's the same reason why they're involved. I know that's hard for these guys. They don't believe there's any sort of conspiracy, but I get it. You guys don't want to say there's any conspiracy, but you won't even admit that a small damage to a huge cruise liner could have irreparable uh, harm to it is just absolutely absurd. Can, so can, can I ask you a quick question? Is it possible to damage a boat, even an extremely large boat in a way that has absolutely no effect on its buoyancy in the water? No. You're so if I damaged a part of a ship that is above water and is only above water, you're saying that's going to affect the ship's buoyancy in the water. It will never be as good as new. And that's how that's why. But, the that, but that's not what work. I'm asking. I'm asking. So would it affect, affect it? Its, yes. It's it buoyancy. No, 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 no. It's how buoyancy. the boat floats. Yeah, it could because it could be weakened right there and on tough water. Yeah, but this is above water. This is above the water. So how? Would yeah, it but the boat, the entire float? boat, the entire boat gets wet, bud. So you're telling me even if what the top part above. about? What are you talking about? What are you what talking are you, about? No, you said the entire boat gets wet. I mean, like if it rains, yeah. But like, wait, do you think that like ocean? So you're telling are, me that you're telling me that uh, if a boat takes damage Alex, above the waterline, that doesn't affect Leo, the boat? Alex, we have to let. Leo well, what's he saying, James? Mid sentence. That's Can why you can't tell what he's saying is you're interrupting okay. him mid sentence. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, if you damage, like, if say even like a small explosion happened in like the kitchen of an ocean liner. 
the ship is going to be able to sail just fine. It will be able to sail itself to a port. I'm not, I'm not asking you if any aspect of the ship will change. I'm asking you if its ability to float, its ability to sail, its ability to retain its balance in the water. I mean, do you not know what the word buoyancy means? It's buoyancy it's- in the water. Excuse me, I'm not finished. Did you ask me a question? It, it, you asked wait, me, do I know what the word buoyancy means? You just asked me, do I know what the word buoyancy is? I know what the word buoyancy is. That's the answer. Yes, it it's is, something that floats. Yes, you didn't just Alex, ask me that Alex, question. Quiet. Did he ask Alex, me that question, quiet, James, or not? A second. Leo, your snarky asking of whether or not he knows what buoyancy means is a question. So uh, to be fair, I, I do actually have to say to be consistent because there was a, there are a lot of snarky questions tonight, and I've tried to defer to those questions, taking them seriously, because you guys uh, you guys really like being sassy and uh, very sad. Uh, but we'll give, we'll give Alex really a chance s- to respond. Sassy. It's just I'm curious, like... If I'm asking you a basic question, go ahead, Alex. Answer the question. Oh, I mean, I am, but still, a boat taking damage anywhere, even in a kitchen, could cause. I mean, will it float the same? It could, but it could have weakened it. It could. I mean, it just depends on how much damage it takes. I mean, that's all. I mean, that's very simple. I don't know why that's important. I don't know how that has to do with it. I well, mean, you didn't let me get. to You the don't understand point, the complex okay. of this debate. I mean, you just don't get it, bud. But go ahead. Sure. Right. Yeah. Whatever. I, mean, I, I, I was got. I was gonna get to a point, but man, you asked your point. Oh, go ahead, RJ. I, I actually didn't get yeah, to my point. Yeah, but yeah, uh, RJ. First because off, you don't have a point. You haven't had a point Alex, this whole thing. Seriously, go ahead, RJ. That your memory is very bad, and your understanding of this issue is very superficial. Uh, you mentioned the Californian rescuing people off the Titanic. No, they didn't. Not a single. They were supposed to. I know they were supposed Alex. to. They were supposed to rescue. It was Alex. the Carpathia. Captain Roston of the rival Carpathia. Yeah, I the Olympic, to by that, the way, yeah. which God. was in the ocean at the time, which you are claiming was actually the Titanic, uh, was steaming towards the ship. In fact, one of the reasons why there was such a delay on it getting back into service was precisely because of that point. Uh, I, You also falsely claimed out of thin air, you just pull this out of nowhere, that the White Star Company was like subsidized by the government and all that. No, it wasn't. Cunard was getting some subsidies from the government. They made a deal with the British government in not, not, not excuse me, Buckaroo. Cunard and White Star aren't the same company. You claim the White Star company was like this. No. Now you just kind of mush things together in like this big booyah base of ignorance that's going on, coming from a lack of experience because you're a young guy. I'm an old 185 year old man who's dying in front of you. And you are the young sprightly guy who is not any way affected by anything that disagrees with what you want to be true. And you will run ahead with it and go fine and dandy. But if you can't tell port from starboard, if you seriously think the White Star Company was being subsidized by the British government when it wasn't, that somehow you could talk, hallucinate this anxiety-ridden Captain Smith, who was heading for his nice retirement home. This was his last voyage. He was happy to go out. They were having a party on board the ship. He was in good spirits. Everything was delightful until the boom came down when they slammed into the boat while he was asleep, and that somehow or other he left like a memo to Murdoch or somebody to ram into the nearest iceberg. The moment you try to think through how this supposed conspiracy was conducted and documented at factual level, it disappears in a fog. And all you can point to are your non-understanding of the supposed damage on the Titanic or Olympic that you, by your own admission, have no technical expertise to determine. So please respond to that, although it's going to be the same spin. Yeah, because you've been wrong. Everything you said makes 
listen, I've debunked everything you've said. You're saying that the White Star wasn't subsidized by the government, that they didn't want the, the White Star line. Yeah, but you're telling me they wouldn't want the White Star line to stay in business. You're telling me that, that, that you have proof that it wasn't subsidized when a bunch of these other businesses was. So I just you're telling me how to prove that. I don't know the financial machinations of these companies in the government, but I believe the government has interest in keeping the White Star line afloat. But that's just what I'm saying. I mean, listen, we can we can go back and forth. I know my argument. I have my evidence. You don't want to believe it, James. I think we just go to the open questions now. Because can I ask Alex like, yeah, a couple I of questions? What have you got, Leo? Oh, yes, I, I would yes, like please. to ask him. So, Alex, number one, if you don't know the inner machinations of the financial issues of these companies and what they were doing, then why are you making so many claims about that same subject? You don't either because I can't prove it because I can't go and look at the bookkeeping. I know how a company works, but I don't know how, how they would subsidize the White Star. You're asking me for proof that I can't show you. You're asking me for testimony that, oh, here, let me find a YouTube video of him saying it. This is 1911. You don't understand time. You, that's the thing is, you, you know, you've really been the worst this whole debate i know you sit there and laugh right. but like you know we it's just very sad to to that a young man like right. you is just one more question. Yeah. it's really yeah, i mean just I, I, to I, I, to let's go to the yeah, q a yeah, yeah. get some get some yeah hurry you before you die go. get Here's your see. life alert before you pass away all right the most important question buckaroo it's likely i'll outlive you rose what have you got go ahead like I'll, I'll just give you a minute. Hold on. I'll, I'm going to try and get my camera to work. Just a second. I think Alex has, or uh, Rose may have questions. We'll give you a chance to ask them because you, uh, we know that you had a tech issue. We're glad to have you back, Rose. Glad you're still here. And so any questions that you have, let them rip. Folks, want to let you know, if you haven't have any questions, 100% of tonight's Super Chats are indeed going to the Domestic Violence Action Center. So, very good cause. Yeah, so e may I say, James, even Dear if gosh. they're crap questions, ask questions because that makes money for the charity. Okay. Super chat questions will make money for the charity, no matter what they are. Right. So, so yeah. So as I was saying, please do, folks, ask your questions, whatever you've got. Let a rip in the old super chats as we are doing a charity stream tonight. And it's for a very good cause. That's linked in the description. Go ahead, Rose. What other questions do you have? Well, earlier at the beginning, sorry, this thing is not working. Earlier at the beginning, I was asking RJ to explain to me what it is about the footage that we have, because that's all we have. We can't go down there ourselves. So there is a finite amount of available visual that we can see about whatever it is that sunk down there. When we look, we must be the it's oh, the, the boilers uh, uh, have the uh, the numbers on them, which they've been able to check against the uh, uh, material. So you would have had to have switched a whole bunch of stuff out, plus all the little details of the millionaire suites, the fireplace that uh, pops up in, in the, the millionaire suite that's physically on there. That was not on Olympic. So you have to imagine that they make a perfectly detailed replica of it that they put on the Olympic and that people who sailed on that had that was on the Olympic and that, that they removed the stuff from the Titanic, all of that material. No, it's it, Gardner's made no effort to explain all of that. It's just nonsense. Can I ask Alex just one more really, really quick question? I promise, James, it's super quick. I've been itching to ask him it the whole ask time. Ask it, what? So uh, if, if they switched the Olympic and the Titanic, obviously they renamed the ships, right? What are you talking about? So like if, if they switched the Olympic and the Titanic, then yes. they would have like switched the names too, so nobody knew, right? 
Yes. Okay, so then wouldn't that mean that it was technically the Titanic that sunk since that was the name of the ship? No. All right. Well, that's I'm my saying, well, well, listen to that to that point. I'm saying you can, <laughs> okay. well, you could say you could say the Titanic didn't sink because there was parts that were supposed to go on the Titanic. I'm saying even if you believe the official story, saying even if you believe your official story, there was parts that were supposed to go on the Titanic that went on the Olympic, and the Olympic was supposedly in service for 23 years after. So you could say there's parts of Titanic that are still floated on after. The so then you could say that it didn't it didn't sink. You could say that even your official story. So I mean. I'm I'm all good, James. Thank you. You got it. So we will jump into those questions, folks. Excited about these questions. We appreciate it. And especially that, my dear friends, it's true. We come from different walks of life. Some of us are Christians. Some of us are atheists, Republicans, Democrats, you name it. But we all agree on some things. Keep that in mind. One of them is a good cause, such as what all of the Super Chats are going to tonight as we, together, regardless of what our views are or background, are joining to make this donation to, you could say, the prevention of domestic violence. So thanks so much for your questions. This one coming in from Raw Nakedness says, James, draw me like one of your French girls. Such a nasty woman. And then Howard Moore says, what about the two survivors slash witnesses? Which one? They had an awful lot of witnesses that survived the Titanic. Well, I mean, with what the argument that Alex is running, he would just say the witnesses saw what was actually the Olympic sink, not the Titanic. But I'd still maintain if they renamed the ships, then obviously, technically, it was the Titanic that sunk. Yeah. I, can I say a thing about eyewitness issues? That it you was the Olympic like, that sunk. That's the whole debate. You dude. Can, Do not get that under that Titanic badge. That, Do you, you not can, get that? On the matter of eyewitnesses, someone like Lightoller who was the second officer who had been upgraded and served on the Titanic, had not been on one of these big superliners before, was very, very busy trying to get the collapsible boat overturned so that they could save some people, and that was a mess, and he was very focused. He swore up and down that there was no indication that the ship broke, when, in fact, one of the passengers, quietly sitting on one of the boats, vividly remembers the ship breaking in half. We know from the forensic information as to how the ship actually landed on the bottom of the ocean that the little lady watching riveting as the whole thing went out actually got the testimony more accurately than somebody who was busy doing something else at the time and therefore easily could look away and then look back and not get all that little picture. So assembling all the eyewitness testimony and trying to regard a single piece of eyewitness testimony as absolutely paramount without connecting up all the additional dots is a very bad way of doing history. I also wanted to say the break was confirmed when we found the Titanic in two separate parts on the bottom yep. of the ocean, a mile and a half down. At exactly the point where there was a, a potential stress problem on that size of ship as they were dealing with that size of, of material. In fact, the, uh, the that's the identical went down a very ship. similar way during World War One. Well, well, that would make sense. One to, I mean, coming in from Dan Shire, appreciate it. Says, if true, what is the motivation for continuing the lie a century later? Who is currently benefiting? from hiding the truth about the Titanic. Can I answer that one? I think it was more for Rose and Alex. Oh. Who is benefiting I, the, from, the, from the live to the to Titanic? I guess you'd have to say like James Cameron, people that have made all these Titanic museums, just the whole Titanic thing. I mean, it's a huge cottage industry. It's, Titanic. it's like these two guys, they've grown up like just worshiping Titanic, like just reading all about Titanic. So it's a whole cottage industry. And that's, I mean, it's literally, 
that's who benefits. A lot of people benefit from the seeing of, of the Titanic. Now, can I go back to the insurance scam of it? Yeah, I mean, that, that shows you, are they going to admit this? No, 100 years later, there's nobody that's still alive that was involved in the scam to admit it anyway. Who initially found the Titanic? How would I know who okay. found the Titanic? Robert Rose. Ballard for the audience. Any thoughts on this one, Rose? Uh, can you hear me? Because Rose? you guys are Titanic nerds doesn't prove that it wasn't an insurance scam. And the fact that you guys are Titanic nerds shows says a lot about you guys. Rose. Wait, first of all, did you hear my original question asking about how we know it was the Titanic that sank? It was hard. It, we, it was breaking up. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 it, you uh, dropped RJ, it out I'm quite a bit. I tried to answer. RJ, when other people are talking, it's, it's good to just wait until they finish. So RJ, it was cutting, or Rose, it was cutting in and out. Go ahead. I'm so sorry about that. And I apologize that I wasn't here to hear your response. I did hear you start to respond and I wasn't sure if you, you heard, but um, I was just asking what your, what for you, the most definitive proof that whatever is down there is absolutely the Titanic, the whole insurance scam and the fact that all these financial people died and maybe JP Morgan would have benefited from everything that happened once over here in America, but just what we can see down there, what about the thing that is there makes it absolutely Definitely the Titanic for you, RJ. Oh, the, the discovery of the specific boilers that were, uh, that, that it wasn't merely, this wasn't something with the 401 stamp. This was the boiler made by Harlan and Wolf that was uh, brought in, these monstrous boilers, so that they're not easy to fake. Um, uh, and uh, uh, even down to uh, the, the little fixture details, the interior appointments, because remember, the ships were not the same. They were not identical vessels. The whole deck plan zone, a B-deck, is different on the two ships. And it's so how did the boilers on one ship differ than the other? And oh, what no, the, no that, the, that, the, that the identification number of the boiler Serial is like number. the VIN number on your car. So they were the, able yes, to get the VIN number off of the wreck when they found yes, it? Yes, yes. That they'd actually, they can identify the number of the boiler. And it's the one that is marked in as going on to the Titanic. Like, she yeah, had a whole were... bunch of boilers, by the way. Uh, a tiny little detail. Fun fact, when you look at the four funnels of the Titanic, only three of them were functional. The fourth one was just a dummy funnel because ocean liners at that time were obsessed with four funnel arrangements. And even if they didn't need them, ships often put extra funnels on. As they moved on, three funnels became popular and the Norman had three funnels in the 1930s, but only two of them were functional. They still maintained the thing. And so there was a whole bunch of flat doodle about that stuff. Rose, Rose, and this is just known that there was parts that were supposed to go on Titanic that were on the Olympic. So there was parts that were switched. And so, you know, it'd be very easy to put the, there's been listings where it would be looked like an Olympic parts down there too. So he can say that there's, it's all Titanic parts. There's actually evidence for Olympic parts down there. And we know that they use parts after the Olympic crash, that they use parts that were supposed to go on Titanic to fix the Olympics. So we yeah, know and Alex, isn't it so there. interesting? I don't know why it's so hard to believe that a bunch of greedy, rich assholes wouldn't devise a plan to protect their own money. Well, because as RJ already pointed out, there would be no profit made in this because what they yeah. were insured for was less than the cost of the ships. So sinking the ships would have resulted in them losing roughly two and a half million dollars. Why would they now, do that? Because the because the Olympic was totaled, it was listing, so it wouldn't have been able to sail for twenty three years. So they had they were going to lose it anyway. So it was called mitigating losses instead of losing uh, ten million. Why was, lost, so? Why would they million. not just lose that ship and collect the same amount of insurance they would have they, collected it, it, by swapping they, and sinking, which results because you haven't done your research. Because you haven't done your research. You haven't done your research. Let me answer that question. Let me answer that question. Because no, let me answer this question. Because you didn't do your research, and they went to court, and the, and they were found liable. White Star was found liable, so they, they, the insurance company wouldn't pay for it. Yes, that's a fact of the Olympic. So you didn't 
do your research. They found the Olympic was liable for the accident with the Hawk and the Olympic didn't add there. It wasn't covered by their insurance. That's why they sunk it, bud. You don't even know that simple complex. It's not even worth talking to you anymore. Go ahead. Next one. And there were a lot of big from. families on that trip. Like the, didn't the Astor, an Astor person from the Astor family died. Think about how successful JP Morgan is in this country now and how much more successful he may be today if some of the, or he may not be if some of those people on the Titanic had survived. Maybe it would have been more competition. Maybe this is the long game we're looking at. No. Just like the Twin Towers no, were no. built to. No, no, no. Just First of all, John Jacob Astor almost I mean, got RJ, off. On RJ, the ship. when Rose is still talking, so, we talked about this, right? I'm sorry. It's okay. I want to hear what RJ wants to say. Yeah. Astor almost got off on the ship. He was offered a place on the boat, but he uh, decided to stay. And so his wife went off. Uh, Isidore Strauss and his wife, they were old people. Uh, they were the ones that were uh, the head of uh, Macy's department store. Uh, they decided to stay on board and let other people take it. Uh, uh, Guggenheim, who was traveling by himself, um, the guy who's drowning in the uh, Titanic movie uh, sitting there, he uh, decided to stay on board the ship because he was a, a, a man and he didn't feel that he was uh, to do that. Um, there, there were very circumstances of why people went off on the ships and there's a whole side issue of why there weren't enough lifeboats and all these other things the the essence of it is conspiracy minded people really like the idea that bad things happen because evil people plot them rather than human beings making mistakes and a pile up of mistakes end up with something fabulously tragic happening and that's the sort of thing that we get in. It's a loss of control. We want to feel controlled that there's a reason for all of this rather than a, a cascading things that, that the, the, the seas were calm and there weren't enough of, of binoculars and they weren't paying attention to the ice warnings and some of them got shunted onto the side and one thing steps up to another and they're scraping the side of, of an iceberg rather than if they had slammed straight in to the damned iceberg, they would have crumpled the bow and it would never have sunk. It was almost by the chin of their skinny skin skins that they managed to go down because it meant the ship scraping the side of the bottom of the iceberg tens of feet below the waterline for hundreds of feet, making a gash, as we now know from looking at the ship, only about a, a square yard of actual opening was ever put on the ship. But water at that pressure was cascading in through a 300-foot gash along the side of the ship, or not a gash, but broken where the where the rivets had broken. It wasn't bad steel; it was it was weak rivets, and that's why when Andrews, who you would also have to imagine was he in on this evil plot or not, um, the moment he discovered that five compartments were flooding, that's when he went up to tell the captain and the chairman of the line, "We have about two and a half hours left," and they were all like going, oh. "Shit, what?" <laughs> We can't sink that fast. That's impossible. The, the ship can. The, you, if we, if the ship had hit us at the juncture of two compartments, uh, that would have been the worst case scenario, and and we could stay afloat with four. And he says, no, five, five, five. It was just like an ice cube tray. Water spilling over, spilling over, spilling over, spilling over, bringing the ship down, weighting it down, weighting it down, pulling it down, pulling it down, and there was nothing that could stop it. Yeah, the bulkheads yeah. weren't sealed. Can we just stop to mention how freaking terrifying this all is? Oh my oh. gosh. But also, I wanted to ask yeah. you about did you have an explanation about why the emergency boats didn't come? That was another thing I learned about, about how emergency boats that should have been able to come didn't show up. 
Well, really quickly, oh, oh. Rose, can I answer your last question? Yeah, it's a I, super I'm quick answer. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. It's a super quick answer. So 1912, that, this would have been about the time that J.P. Morgan was developing, not necessarily him as a person, though he would be involved in this very heavily, but him and his companies were involved, because I believe he was the one originally invested in General Electric, if I remember correctly. He would have had so much damn money. In fact, the U.S. government had to borrow money from J.P. Morgan at one point, and in it wasn't shortly. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say it wasn't shortly before. It was. It was shortly before this. He it it wouldn't have mattered who came to the United States. They would not have been able to compete with J.P. Morgan. He he had a monopoly on the industry that that he owned. Yeah, can I? Well, ask people that were going to stop. Yeah, you know, but it was with the Federal Reserve. Rose was involved. They were going to stop the formation of the Federal Reserve. That's why. Oh, that's that's another myth. That's another myth. <laughs> anyway, can I say something about the the, the rescue ships? Yeah. Um, the Titanic, the nearest ship available was the Californian. As it turns out, now they pieced together enough of the forensic. There they, there was an ice field in between the Californian and the Titanic. So even have, had they kept their damn mic, uh, a wireless tele telegraphy system on, they probably couldn't even have made it, even though they were so bloody close. The other ship was the Olympic, which was going the opposite direction. It was would uh, immediately change course, but it took four hours to reach the site. The only one of the transatlantic ships that was near enough to, to deal with it was the Carpathia. That was one of those fast Cunard liners. And they were able to get there just about a half hour too late. And that's yep. what that that's what was the ashen face reaction of Captain Smith when he realized when they were told about how many uh, ships were planning on coming to rescue them, that none of them could get there fast enough. No one had any experience with the idea of a ship that big going down that fast. It turns out that was slow as potatoes compared to the Lusitania that went down in 18 minutes. But that was yep. in wartime. Yeah, and the thing about the Titanic is the reason it went down so fast is because of its poor bulkhead designs. The bulkhead, I think there were 16 bulkheads along the ship, which were the watertight chambers, if you've heard yeah. of those. They, they were not sealed at the top. Yeah, they were not sealed all the way up at the top. And so, like yeah. RJ said, the water spilled over. That pulled you the ship into the water. You know why they didn't the extend the decks up a few so more fast. decks? This was part of the Even reason of their marketing. Is getting it's because we're going to jump to the next question. Okay. Thank you very much for this. Barry, Barry, appreciate your donation. For the good cause, says, okay, Google, play Jaw Rule. Thank you for that. Mitchell says, question for all. Can they say iceberg straight ahead in an English accent? Iceberg straight ahead. Iceberg dead ahead. I'll go different. Nice. Ozian, thanks so much, says, if the Olympic was totaled and not usable, how did it go on a cruise with so many people? Alex, the argument defeats itself. Because it was the Titanic. He's missing the question. He's missing the question. How did the it. list no, of that well, What sense. was the question? What do you mean? What is the question? You're how did the Olympic go on to sale so for? I'll read it again. So they said how did, how did, it, how did it go on for 23 years? Because it was actually the Titanic, the newer ship. So they said that's not the question he was the Olympic, asking. If the Olympic was totaled and not usable, how did it go on a cruise with so many people? Alex, how the argument it defeats it itself. As far as it did. No, I said Gosh, that it had a slight list. Seriously. I said that it had a slight list, and because of the slight list, the list would only get worse. So yeah, it was total. That's it wasn't perfect. <laughs> and there's testimony. There's testimony that the Titanic had the list that was supposedly, you know, We've supposed been to be around that already. Try to remember. So the Titanic was in perfect condition, and it kept working for 23 years. The Olympia was damaged, Under and then it went on this one trip and was sunk because it wouldn't have lasted anyway because it was already damaged. Wait, so how was it yes. sunk? 
Well, there's two ways. So, so other than the iceberg, they actually, you have to admit that there was a fire in the boiler room that they wouldn't put out for some reason they let it smolder. And so the plan was that, that it would get so hot that it would, uh, the rivets would melt or they would warp and then the boat would be able to rivets sink that way. So, so of the, wherever the boiler room was, that's where it's going to get so hot. So that's the thing, Rose, there's multiple ways they're going to boilers the weren't against the hull of the ship. How just, look the the boil- the just, look, the ship? Have, just look dude, into I the boiler. Just look, just look into the fire. I'd okay, but you're trying to tell me the machinations of the boat. There was a fire that they yeah. didn't put out in the boiler room, and eventually said, yeah, it would get so hot the that the boiler it would melt. rooms. But how would it do? I don't know which part of the boat it would warp. I don't know which part of the okay. I don't know which part of the boat boat that it would warp, but it would warp the part of the boat that would get really hot next to it. I don't know yeah, the exact that's part not of the, the boat. Hole, how is it going to weaken the hull to damage if, the ship? Because the boilers this, you, weren't you're up missing the point. You're missing the point. They had a fire on purpose in the boiler that they could have put out. They didn't put out. The reason why they didn't put out. Can you back that up? Yeah. Okay. Would you admit that? Let's see if RJ will be a genuine. RJ, will you admit that there was a fire on the Titanic in the boiler? There room? was a fire in the coal bunker. Not the coal bunker. Oh, I'm sorry. Up. Excuse me. Shut the coal bunker. No, it's just so oh, annoying. Alex, no, no, no. Alex, it's just Alex. annoying because I mean, no, let me say this one thing. Let me say this one thing, James. Let me say this one thing. It's annoying. I'm not insane. It's annoying. I hate to do this, Alex. The only reason I'm doing it is because seriously. No, it's just stupid, James. It's stupid. <laughs> when I, when I say teach you how to unmute yourself. Alex, I'll give you a chance to respond, but I'm just trying to restore order here. Give me a yeah, second. This is my Alex. problem. So I'm willing to give you a chance to respond, Alex, but why, why is it just, why do you like want to over talk me? I'm, I'm trying to give you a chance. Because here, I have a I'm, big problem. I'm, trying to, I have a I'm big... trying to just give a little bit of order to this debate. So what we're going to do is Alex will give you a chance to respond calmly. And then we can go back to RJ. Looks like he has something to say. He asked me the difference between a boiler room and the coal room. I think they're the same. I don't know the exact same. We're not arguing. I'm not. See, I don't know the exact parts of the boat. I just know that there's a fire that they didn't put out. Whether it was in the coal room or the boiler room doesn't make a difference. You're missing the point is that there was a fire that they didn't put out. And it's just annoying because you're, oh, it was actually the coal room and not the boiler room. It's just, it's absurd because you're missing the point that there was a fire that they didn't put out. And eventually that would have caused the boat to sink. I don't know this, but I know it's a conspiracy. I know that that's it. I know that there was a fire that they didn't put out. That's just a fact. Was it in the Was it in the coal room? Excuse me. It was in the coal room, not the boiler room. But they didn't put out the fire rose, and eventually that would have got so hot, and that would have made the boat sink. Anyway. Bunker, coal bunker. Next up, thank you very much for your question. This one coming in from C four. Hey, woo woo. Says Alex, I'm a huge fan. And then RJ, what have you got? Yeah, I, the point I was trying to get to. Coal bunker fires in the old days when coal was used to power ships was not an uncommon occurrence. This was not, oh my God, the, the coal's on fire, a burn, a substance that burns inside of a hot environment down in the bottom of the steamy ships has got some smolders to it. Let's immediately drop everything and do this to get this fire out when it's a pointless operation. No, that's not how ships were operating in that circumstances. And so Leo you're telling me the coal room... steel, that coal so that the, the, you may not understand how coal ships operated versus how oil ships started to operate when they switched the way of propelling things. And because you're a young guy and somebody who's never studied any of things about the shipping industry or any of this stuff, this is all a fog bank. All you've got is just the stuff that you've seen off of the videos. So. It doesn't matter because you you can't admit that a coal bank's not supposed to be on fire. That's not his place. It's meant to be on do. fire. They do. It's not the supposed to be on fire. A coal bank's not supposed to be on fire, and that What's they a coal they bank? they document whatever the coal this, part is. It wasn't supposed question. to be on fire. You're acting we like it's so normal. Question. It wasn't supposed to be on Rose, fire, dude. Rose, do you have anything to say? You like you look like you may have something to add. 
Oh, okay, you're on mute. I, I'm, I am really listening right now. I don't have anything to add at the moment. Juicy, to say the least. Vec, Vecaro, thank you for your question, said, Alex, why would Captain Smith feel so guilty about the Hawk collision, in parentheses, zero casualties, that he would sink the Olympic and let 1,500 people die? I don't believe it was necessarily his choice. I believe he was in on it, but he probably didn't want to do it necessarily. He felt obligated. So it's not something you want to do. It's like saving himself to save his family or something. How did they coerce him? They threaten either his family. They can threaten. There's a lot of ways to coerce. Do you have documentation of this? Oh, yeah. Let me go get it. Here. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, here's the, here's no. the blackmail they're going to give him. You're such an idiot, dude. You're so such an idiot. Let's just keep going. You can't substantiate your point. That's right. Now do we this. continue. No name I also wanted to ask Stop about it. the Rose MP. I never got a response to that, about the MP on the side of the thing. Well, I, I'm not even aware of what the MP argument refers to. What What is the claim about that? I okay, responded Alex, to that. Alex sent me a video that shows underground that there's a part of the boat where you see an M and a P, and it was like under where there would have been a Titanic over it to suggest that maybe there were pieces of the Titanic, like Alex was saying, that there were pieces made for the Titanic that could have been put on top of the Olympic. So under those letters, if they had fallen off, there were the, these engravings. I can send you the link that he sent me after the and, show. So and the Olympic, did the Olympic have an MP? No, uh, MP and is then in the it word Olympic. Help the case so it so it so it just showed that it could have been a piece of the word Olympic. It's not proof of anything. I'm just asking you if you know why or where on a boat you would see the letters MP because we uh, know that's something I, I saw with my own eyes. There's an MP on the boat. So what would that be? I just want to. I responded to that. They haven't been able to confirm the name on the side of the ship because we don't. It, it's too eroded. It was sitting at the bottom of the ocean for. I mean, what, almost 70 years, a little over 70 years before we found it, there was, there would be no way to read it. So yeah, right, I would, I would simply have letters, to examine, which, don't, which are not in the word Titanic. Yeah, I, I, I would have to examine that. Footage I'm going to that because it's quite curious because the only pictures that I have seen convincing. of the, of the big label, there's only three main places where you would have had Titanic on the bow of the ship, on the stern of the ship and on life belts, things like that. Uh, what if we so, showed this one clip and just dis discussed it? Let's look at this one clip together and then talk about it. That would well, be fun. Rose, wait, I don't uh, even want to discuss this clip. I want to get this over. Let's just start okay. taking questions. These yeah, guys are just, so just, just really, really quick point. Point. talking to these Really, guys. really quick point because RJ brought it up that a Titanic would have been imprinted on like life belts and everything like that on a ship. And we, I mean, there were people wearing those when they were uh, rescued by the Carpathia and they all said Titanic on them. So are you telling me they went through and replaced literally every single life belt that was on that ship? You Like, this is the whole thing with the conspiracy series is that they have to go so deep and there has to be so many minute details that nobody would yeah. honestly really spend the time to fix or to change that you're arguing that they did. So you're telling me they literally went through this vessel and went and got every single life Including the woodwork. The only thing they would have, let me, let me answer this. Let me answer this because the only thing they'd have to transfer are the lifeboats and the life vests, which they did, which they could have done easily in nope, one weekend. So no, you're telling me, you're telling me, you're, you're telling me it's impossible to take the boat off the Olympic and put it on the Titanic. I, yeah, right, no, dude. You guys are just oh i don't God. even argue that it's very possible so that's why they put the, they put those boats on it it's just so simple like you say oh yeah. they can't take the lifeboats off one boat and put it on another that's impossible and the fact right. no let me oh, say this it's the white star line it's the white star line so it was identical parts on the interior is the same silverware same plates it was the same freaking uh brand of boats well number one i never we're gonna give rose a chance to say something rose anything on your mind never mind 
Well, I know Leo, I'm, you've spoken I know I'm not plenty, a mod on your and channel, I do want Rose to have plenty of chances to speak, especially because it's been very fast and oftentimes very loud. And many people, including yourself, have cut people off a lot. And so I want to be sure that Rose gets a chance to speak. Though, don't uh, get me wrong. I'm so, sure what so you good. have to say is important, no, so too. Good. So good. I just wanted to say that I put the link to the MP in the chat, and I'm also going to put it in the chat for this Zoom meeting so that um, RJ and... Um, Sorry, I'm just going to call you Leo. If you want to, if you want to contact me about that, I would just love an explanation for that one thing. Gotcha. Anybody else? I'm happy to have other people speak. I just wanted to be sure Rose got a chance to get in. I I did want to comment to what Alex said. I can't. So Alex, you, what, can you just remind me really quickly what your last point was? Dude, I'm not answering any more of your questions. Well, I didn't ask a question. I just wanted to You just asked me what my point is. I'm not answering so, any more yeah, of your I, questions. It sounds like you're scared for me to respond to it. That's I'm not I'm scared of anything. I'm just not talking to you because you're not. You can't understand this We can give, a, we can give you a chance not. to respond, Leo, and then we got to go to the next question. I, yeah, I just, I can't remember what the last point. Because you're not know. very smart. You Alex, can't remember because you you're dumb. you have to actually let him speak. I don't know, James, if you remember what the last point that Alex was making. I just, it slipped my mind and I had had a, just a real quick response to it, but I can't remember exactly what the point that he was making us at this point. So, nice RJ, you remember? Good job. I had a point to make on it. <laughs> do, wait, RJ, can you can you remind me what the point was? The it, point it was that about I wanted to make that is all they quick. had to do was just to flip the boats and things oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah. was an easy um, thing to do. Yeah, Explain so, to me, Alex, how they managed to get the four hundreds on the backs of every single piece of woodwork that was salvaged from the Olympic, which you claim was actually the Titanic when it was cut up for salvage in 1930. Well, the question I wanted to ask was with the lifeboats, because I didn't even initially mention lifeboats. I mentioned life belts, which were like life, life vests. That's what they called them. Uh, but it, it, pulling out lifeboats is actually, I mean, it can be done. Nobody said it was impossible. It is actually quite difficult because you have all of the blocks and tackles that are involved in the lowering of it. And you have to thread all of the ropes through that. And when you take the boats off, all of that has to be unthreaded and it can take quite some time. So it would have been, it's not impossible. It could be done, but it would be quite a task to do. And I just don't see anybody doing it. It just makes more sense with all of the evidence that we have that the Titanic on its maiden voyage struck an iceberg because Ismay wanted the ship to arrive in New York to make the headlines or you wanted to arrive early to make the headlines and they struck an iceberg and a song. All right. You got it. Thank you very much. And the next question, Hannah Anderson says, Oh, that's right. Amanda. Thank you very much. Sent via Venmo. Appreciate it. We do have Venmo folks. And Amanda Foster says, thanks for all you do, James. Thank you very much, Amanda. Seriously. That means a lot. And Hannah Anderson said, spirited debate. My ears are still ringing. Love our modern day debate. Thank you, Hannah, for that. And I couldn't agree more. It's been a juicy one. It's been a lively one. I never expected this particular topic would be so lively. Raw Nakedness says, I didn't really hear a good response to the fact that the insurance carried on the Titanic didn't cover her loss, making the whole endeavor moot, Alex. This is such a simple concept that people don't understand is the Olympic was in an accident that they were going to lose the money for the Olympic anyway. So then they sunk it as the Titanic to mitigate their losses. Instead of losing 10 million, they got the settlement because they were able to collect it on the Titanic because that actually had insurance. They did not have insurance on the Olympic because it was in an accident with the Royal British Navy and they, the White Star Line was found liable. So the insurance company didn't pay for it. So people can't realize this Olympic boat wouldn't have lasted. They were going to lose that anyway. So they were going to go out of business. They were going to lose a $5 million ship anyway. So what they do is they sink it knowing that they might lose $10 million, but at least they're going to get $7 million 
million in insurance, mitigating their losses. Instead of losing 10 million, they only lose 3 million. Now, people don't understand how an insurance scam works because when you ask that question, you say, oh, it was an insurance scam. Just by asking that question, you don't understand what my point is. Juicy. And thank you very much for this question coming in from pseudonym gives a skeptical face and sunflower aka big helion thumper says rj most conspiracy theories may be wrong but sometimes there is a reason for all of this mk ultra happened uh we're not here to talk about some other conspiracy we're here to talk about the titanic and it doesn't matter there could be a million conspiracies that are actually true a conspiracy did actually work to assassinate abraham lincoln back in 1865 there was a conspiracy to assassinate caesar uh in in the forum la di da that doesn't rescue the titanic scenario which stands or falls on the evidence and alex is not nearly accurate enough to be able to offer a convincing case except to somebody who thinks as badly as he does. I disagree. I have more evidence than you. I have actual testimony from somebody that was on a boat that was listening that was totaled. So you don't have any actual testimony. So Next you, up, can, you can attack me, but I have the evidence. Says, can I represent Alex as agent and launch his impersonation career? We start with Trump, Tucker, Hannity. Is it Corbert, Corbert, Bob Costas, and more? Alex, do you think that you resemble these people? I don't know. Probably because I have the suit on. That's all. That's all. Next up, (laughs) Ozian says, stop yelling, Alex. Thanks. I am sending my hearing protection bill to you. I have to yell. These guys have hearing aids. They forgot their hearing aids. Raw nakedness strikes again. Says, how do you explain that the Olympic remained in service from November of 1911 through February of 1912 without distress? And P.S. I'm a beta. It was because of the Titanic. I mean, the ships were switched. So somebody that was on the Olympic and said it was fine is because it was actually the Titanic. Yeah, I comment. What do you got? The Titanic was not finished in November 1911. What's the question? We have physical pictures of the place. At the time, we have pictures from December 1911. The Titanic still isn't finished. You would have had to have imagined that a fully completed ship had to be brought in, several of its funnels removed, decking removed so that it looked like the unfinished Titanic from November. I don't think wait, you've wait. ever studied any of that. Well, no, no, I have studied it. Wait, I'm confused on the question. You're saying before the, wait, what is the, say the question again. I'm confused with the question. That, I, I thought they're saying, the how, Titanic, how, why, why would the, the Olympic uh, sell fine? When was the, the answer to that supposedly made? Well, before the Titanic sunk it, in between uh, 1911 and, and between 1911 and 1912, how, I wasn't there. When was it done? When they were they when they put it was the in, ship was it no, in July, August, I know I don't know the month. I know after the accident. No, I do know. I do know when they when they put when after the accident. That's why the Titanic wasn't finished. That's why they were using those parts from the Titanic. That's what on I the just Olympics. said, you idiot. Yeah, so, well, I'm not an idiot. I'm saying that it wasn't. Yeah, listen, Grandpa. Press your life alert button. Hey, listen. Just keep going. All right. No, I'm an idiot. Look at this guy. This guy's got two weeks to live. He's calling me an idiot. You have to relax. Come on, Alex. That was a little fun. Alex. May I, may I Alex. make the comment? All right. Give you what well, you. don't have a tooth in your head. <laughs> okay. This you don't have a mole? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. We, we do have to have order here. So I do want to give RJ a chance to respond. This will be friendly. It'll be polite. Alex, the window don't even is, think about interrupting. The window is October, November 1911 when the Olympic <laughs> we know was in the dry dock. 
and the unfinished Titanic was sitting over in the other pier, initially with only one bloody funnel installed, number two, totally incomplete as a ship. It was still incomplete in December 1911, which you would have to imagine somehow magically without anybody noticing at the time, the 40,000 workers that worked all over the line, that nobody spotted the fact that they were dismantling the Olympic to turn it into that picture while and magically finishing the Titanic and replacing it for the Olympic all in what, a month? Okay. You're trying to tell me the timeline. You admit that they were both dried out together and you're saying it's impossible for them to do a switch or for them to do reconstruction on a boat. You're trying to say that it's impossible to do reconstruction. Like they can't make that boat look different in order to make the insurance scam work. You admit, I'm saying you admit, I'm just saying you admit admit that they were dried out. Do you admit that they were dried out together? Do you admit that they're dried out together? I just said that. Okay. Then that's all you need to know. That's when they did everything. Are you admitting that you have never looked at a picture of the Titanic from December? I showed a picture earlier. I showed a picture. I'm just saying in the dry dock is when they did the switch. Do I know the exact month? No, I wasn't there, but I know that's when they were in dry dock together. And I know that's when they did it. Finished in December, 1911. It didn't need to be finished. It didn't need to be finished for them to switch it. I don't know why that matters. How can they switch an incomplete ship for a complete one? What are you talking about? Because they, when they sailed, they all, all they needed was the complete ship that they were going to sail. That they, all they needed but was the ship they were going to sink. But no, all they needed, they, all, the only ship what? that needed to be complete was the one they were going to sink, RJ. That's the thing. You can't realize that. So the when, Olympic was complete. So that's the one they were going to sink. So it doesn't matter. Comment, that's when they James. switched it. Are you claiming that the t- Olympic, which you now claim was the Titanic, did not sail on shipping service after that uh, November 11 refit? It did, but as Titanic. And when did they finish the Titanic to do I, the replacement? I, when, when they were in dry dock together, so I don't know the exact time, but when Wait, they were in dry dock on. together. I just you told said, you when they were together. You said well, that's when they did it. That's when you they said, did. You guys are trying. Are you trying to say when they're in dry dock? So are you trying to say that it's impossible for them to switch? It didn't oh need to God. be finished. Exactly. The only, the, oh, no, the only boat impossible. that needed to be finished was the one that was because because these guys, we're not arguing the point. You're you're not seeing that. That's when they did the switch. You can't understand okay. that. So, but I had a question. You're telling me that they had a fully assembled ship next to a completely not assembled ship, or like like it was like maybe part of the whole section. I and nobody, why nobody took pictures of this. Nobody. Uh, there's no record. It's 1910. Oh, yeah. They whipped out their iPhone and just took pictures Wait, of them. But but see, I don't even want to answer. I'm not even answering any more questions because you need picture right. evidence. No, we, listen, I just, need I, you need pictures. You're, you're too so. stupid. Time to, Alex, yourself? So what we're going to do is give you a chance to respond, Leo. Like, go. Just go. This is annoying. Yeah, this is annoying. It's annoying, Dylan. You guys, you guys are just so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go to the next one. Thank you very much for your question. This one coming in from the Freak says, Can I rep Oh, we got that one. Raw nakedness says oh, we got that one. Anthony Biondi says, James Rocks, thank you. Bless your heart. Question Was it lifeboats or life jackets? I could see a lifeboat switch, but a ton of life jackets? That's a far stretch to pull off. Well, honestly, lifeboats would be harder because of how they're, I mean, if you know what a block and tackle is, you have these ropes going through so that a human being can pull a string and lift a box that weighs 900 pounds. This is how they unloaded and loaded things, loaded things on ships back in those days when they didn't have hydraulics. So a lifeboat switch would have been sick. It's, I, I, don't, I don't know where Alex is getting a possible nobody. It's, it's certainly possible. To, you, you can do it. It's just, why? Why would you do that? It would be just asinine that's the only word i can think of it would just be 
absolutely bonkers to, to, to make a lifeboat switch. Life jackets would probably be a little bit easier because it would just be going to all the various places that they're stored and replacing them with ones that say another. And this is the thing. And then RJ brought up all these other things. You know, when did they make the switch? Did Why did they completely disassemble the ship to then reassemble it with different parts? There's so much that would have had to been done and you can't justify it being done because it would ultimately doing all of that and then paying the people to do it is going to result in significantly more cost into this entire fiasco than what they're supposedly getting out of it. And it's already been demonstrated. They wouldn't, they'd get 2.5 million less than what the ship cost if they wrecked it for insurance. And if they were going to do that, then why not just wreck the Olympic? Why waste all this money and all this time renaming it and switching them and all this stuff? Why not just get rid of the? Why not just scrap it? It'd probably be worth more in scrap, to be completely honest. I'm done. That's the whole point. I have to answer it. That's the whole point of the argument. They didn't have insurance on the Olympic. That's why they had to sink it as the Titanic because they only had Titanic. Uh, uh, That was the only thing that was insured. The fact you can't understand that simple argument. I'm done with this argument. Let's just keep going, James, because they don't understand this simple thing. This one coming in from Chicarigo says, in place of a question of mine, I'd like Rose to ask RJ a question without the other two cutting in. Rose and RJ should do a one-on-one. Go ahead, Rose. If you got a question, let it rip. Um, I think that a lot of my questions have been addressed tonight. Um, I didn't really feel like I got a solid answer about the MP, but they didn't get to see the footage that I did. So I put the uh, link into the chat and um, I would love to connect with RJ later on, on a different topic, or if I look into this topic more, we can readdress this. And also um, I am going to go on Dapper Dinos after this as well, so that I could possibly ask more questions to get more answers. Yeah, 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 for the the, uh, after show sound that if it's a relatively short video we may end up watching it there that might be kind of handy gotcha and thank you very much for your question this one coming in from endo xd says alex how strong do you think one anecdote is how strong is one anecdote right less strong than two anecdotes very clever and next one coming in from ozian says do you have any idea how much work it would take to swap around those two ships in dry dock? I lived on Navy carriers. It would be noticed. There are people that said that they worked on both. I mean, there's supposed to be testimony of people that said they knew the insurance scam was going to happen. And so, I mean, there is testimony of people saying that. So there are people that said they knew that they were doing the switch. Gotcha. Let's see here. May I make, may I make a comment on that? For sure. Yeah, um, um, I was just looking up a thing uh, uh, that uh, uh, Gardner falsely claimed that the damage to the Olympic uh, was 125000 from the Hawk collision. It was actually only 75000 That was in a year when White Star made a million dollars, so they had a ton of money to go around. What the liability was that because they uh, the Olympic was deemed to be at fault, the government didn't have to reimburse for any of that repair. It was all done at the expense of the White Star Line, and as you can see they had a ton of money to play with that all of this bankruptcy thing is fiction well that's not true the boat was the boat was listing so the boat wouldn't have been able to be in service so that's why they sunk it as the titanic you guys can't get that you still haven't demonstrated that it was listing like you're just resting on premises i have evidence i from testimony from somebody that was on the titanic that said it was listing that's all the evidence uh, i can give you is 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 firsthand testimony that's right that's all the evidence you can give us 
exactly. It's firsthand it's testimony, and it's not enough for you. That shows you how smart you guys are. But it can't be verified. I mean, if somebody comes to me and said, I saw a unicorn. Because he's dead. Say, oh, 100% because he's dead. Oh, so you're so comparing unicorns to a guy that rode on the man. boat. I just that just shows you how dumb you are. I just Fine. wanted to make a really quick point. All I wanted to say is it's like, okay, so he's dead. So somebody comes to me and they tell me they saw a unicorn. Or actually, no, better yet, somebody goes to uh, my um, my grandma and tells her that they saw a unicorn. And then she tells me that some person once told her she saw a unicorn. Well, that's firsthand testimony, guys. I, I hate to tell you, you might not believe it, but unicorns, 100%, they're real. Because I have this, this one person, this one time that told this one person that it's never been corroborated. Nobody else has made any statements like this. The crew didn't notice this. The captain didn't notice this. And any of the other 2,221 people on board the ship didn't notice this. There was nothing going on that would have indicated this. But this one person this one time said that it was doing this, so it must be true. So, guys, unicorns exist. This one coming in from Do Appreciate It. Raw neckedness as the surviving pieces of the Olympic and Titanic still bear their original yard numbers. They were stamped into almost every piece of the ship. Yeah, 400 versus 401. Well, there was parts of both. There was, there was parts of, that said 401 on both ships because there were parts they used from Titanic on Olympic, even the official story. So even the official stories that there's parts from Titanic that were still in play for the 23 years. So, so you admit there easy. could be numbers on Titanic that aren't? There were numbers. There were numbers on both. There were numbers on both. And, they, so and you, they, they disprove your So you admit that there could be numbers on the Titanic that wouldn't match up with any of the other numbers, but might not necessarily indicate that it is, in fact, the Olympic. Since, I mean, if you think about it, if they're using parts that were supposed to go on the Titanic and then they put those on the Olympic, they're going to have to make new parts for the Titanic. And quite frankly, those are probably going to bear slightly different serial numbers because that's just, I've worked in foundries. And if you're like manufacturing breast propellers, because you said one of the propellers went on the Olympic, I've worked in foundries. They're going to have a different serial number on that propeller. It might not indicate anything about the ship, but it will indicate about the date, the time, the place that the, that the propeller was made. And we don't have any data indicating that such is the case. So I, 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 I don't know. How you there substantiate your point. There is data that substantiates my point. Uh, you, you haven't shared it. This one coming in from Tiktaalik. Thank you for your kind super chat donation for the cause. Says everyone compliment James. Please don't. It's super embarrassing. But I think that is it for our our questions. I do appreciate that Tiktaalik as well as everybody else. Your donations for the good cause. As always. We will post the receipt or at least a link to the Google Drive where we have the receipt in the Google Drive folder. And then people can see the receipt that we get via email once we make this donation. So I want to say thanks, everybody, for your Super Chats that we can put toward this most important cause. We are excited, folks, that, again, it's true. We disagree on a lot of things. Christianity, atheism, politics, the Titanic, and whether it sank. However, we all agree on this, that... Giving to a good cause is a good thing, no matter what walk of life we were from. And fairly moderated debates is a good thing. And so thank you for joining us as we fulfill that vision, pursue that vision. And with that, I want to say thanks so much to our guests, Alex, RJ, Leophilius, and Rose. It has been a huge pleasure to have you. And thanks again, thanks again for also making this a reality in terms of the charity fundraiser tonight as well. Thanks as always, you beautiful man. That's kind yeah, of yeah. That will be Thank the positive you. benefit of this debate is the money that goes to charity. It was a pleasure. Thank you. It's been amazing. And Nephilim Free is in the chat, RJ. He's talking smack. He says he's gonna take you down. 
So I'm oh, just kidding. I made oh, that up. <laughs> I tremble in fear. I'm this old poor little man, and my little heart's about ready to go fall apart. Yes, you sure. do have a tank. It does seem like you're gonna have All a stroke right. soon. Oh you're yeah, I, I freely admit to that. Yeah, Alex, you're gonna have a stroke. You you're gonna have a stroke very soon, Alex. You are extremely oh, oh, you This is just so. so you don't have any bad teeth. Oh, what teeth was that, Rose? I said nobody should have a stroke. Perish the thought. Well, he is. I'm just now. We want to say thanks, everybody. I will be back in just a moment with updates on upcoming debates. So stick around for that. And thanks, everybody, for being with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Keep sifting out the reasonable from the unreasonable. And I'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.